0: Welcome to another episode. It's episode 23 of the ADV podcast, a very important episode today. We're talking about discrimination against foreigners in China. And we're also going to dedicate a very large segment to the illegal gangs that are stripping the shelves of masks and things like that. Or at least they did. So we'll, that we'll get into that. So
1: I want to preface this episode because I know we're going to get tons of questions later. We forgot to put it in the actual material. Um, but everyone has been sharing with us that Shenzhen, which is the city you lived in... Yes. Uh, has just banned, uh, cat and dog meat. Okay? Sure. Uh, the... the ice, pesky cream little ice cream truck.
0: Huh? Isn't there supposed to be a quarantine? Yeah, what are they we doing? doing? What are you doing? You psychopath? Anyway.
1: Anyway. Long story short, um, I've been getting this over and over again sent to me, and I'm, I'm kind of confused, because why is this making world news? It's on, like, top news page on world yeah, news and yeah. stuff. Why is it making news that Shenzhen banned dog and cat meat? Because they already did that.
0: Yeah, they're supposed to have... Well, I was always told in Shenzhen, because I got there in the February of 2006, right? And I would often ask people about the whole dog meat thing, because you hear about it. You hear it. Chinese people eat dogs. And I was, I was always told by my Chinese peers and colleagues that, yes, in the rest of China, people eat dogs, but in Shenzhen, it's been banned, because Shenzhen is a show, which means it's a civilized city. Mm. And it has a couple of... Awards for being the most civilized city in China. You know, it's, it's the thing that happens every year.
1: Every yeah, city. Every
0: city has every that. City has a, yeah, it's true. Anyway, the thing is, I would still see dog meat. The reason I bring it up is, I would see dog meat hanging up in the little local neighborhoods right. and stuff for sale, um, and they kept telling me it was banned, but it obviously never was because mm-hmm. recently they keep saying, "Oh, they banned it again."
1: The thing is, what yeah. it was banned. Yeah, but no one did anything about no. it. No, sure. Uh, The reason I wanted to bring this up, I have the Chinese article from the Shenzhen government. I don't know why Western media fails to even read the most basic of documents that stipulates... Let me read it to you. I'll translate it for you. Uh, These are rules defining consumption of animals. The new legislation defined animals that can be eaten. Cats and dogs are not in them. So are various animals like bats. Number two, it also bans slaughtering animals publicly and in your own house. Basically, no live animals can be sold for food purposes. If you want to eat meat, they have to come from legitimate butchers that can be regulated by the government. That is the law. You can eat dog meat. Mm-hmm. You can sell dog meat. You but it has to be candy. legitimate. It has to be legitimate, and you can't butcher it li- like in public, and you also can't sell the live animal for consumption. Right. It is not a ban on dog and cat meat, guys. I've sloppy journalism. Maybe what we
0: can do is, can you paste paste this link to the Shenzhen government article into the comment section right now? Sure. And then people can look it up themselves. Because, you know, we don't want to get distracted with that, but we've been hit hit with a lot of things. Anyway, let's move on to our first segment, which is, of course, what's new, where we talk about what's new in China and, well, things related to China. Correct. We are going to talk about something that everybody knows, hopefully by now. Mm -hmm. Everybody may have seen this video. So we're going to play a video for you guys very quickly here. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of bit by bit comment on what's being said. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get us out of the video. And uh, are you ready? Let us begin this video.
2: <ARMragon>, <competence> I'm 超超开心本来我们去就是一般找口罩都去那个卖油漆的那个地方找<笑> thank, thank you so much you're, you're so kind 他都還不知道現狗<笑>
0: Okay, this is what I wanted to point out here, everybody, um, is the fact that she says there are less Chinese here. Now, first of all, I think everybody knows by now, if they've been following my Instagram anyway, I am very critical of these illegal parallel traders. They're called Daigo. And basically what they do is illegal. So before anyone starts saying, oh, it's capitalism, let people buy whatever they want, they buy products that they can make a profit off of in China. Usually the same products that are that are available in China, you can buy masks in China, right? Yeah. But they're cheaper to buy in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because China Definitely. has a higher sales tax mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. So they buy them in bulk. They illegally export them. They don't pay the export mm-hmm. taxes. And then they get them illegally imported into China because they send it in, you know, they've got their ways. I've actually got video of these guys throwing boxes over the border anyway. I'll That's get, very, yeah. like, the most yeah.
1: basic ways. A lot of people, especially someone that's professional like this, I, yeah. I can tell she's got a lot of experience. Yes. Uh, we looked up her track record. Yeah. Uh, they have actual government connections with customs
0: yeah so basically then the the masks get brought into China and they don't pay import duties on that either so they're illegally dodging tax on the American side or Australian side because you know they're all over the world Mm. and then they're illegally dodging taxes on the Chinese side through their connections and kickbacks or just by being very clever on how they bring it over the border sometimes they do get caught out and have to pay but the majority of the time they don't so they're illegal And what they do is when they see an opportunity to make money on a certain product, for instance, with the uh, baby formula, it was a big thing. When the Chinese dairy made that tainted baby formula that, yeah, they killed all those little infants and it was a terrible tragedy. And then everybody realized that Chinese baby formula is not a good idea to buy and it still hasn't recovered. No. In China, mothers still do not trust... No, the stigma is
1: there forever. Yeah,
0: they don't trust local dairies. So what you get is you get external uh, milk powder, imported milk powder. That is literally the most sought-after stuff. Uh, He's got to go take care of something. Yeah. So it's the most sought-after stuff is the imported milk powder. So when that happened, there was an explosion of daigo. This pretty much started the whole Daigo revolution is they realized that they could send people to go to Australia and other places around the world on tourist visas. And they, you know, for instance, in the States, you can get a, a long-term tourist visa. You can come and stay in the States for six months at a time on a tourist visa. So what they would do is they would just hang around on their tourist visa. Sorry about that, guy. Yeah, no worries. Go from shop to shop, buy up as much of that baby formula as possible, and and then ship it off back to China. And, you know, it caused such a problem with baby formula in places like Australia that they have to now limit everybody, every purchaser to only two tins. Because what was happening is the local mothers who needed baby formula in Australia could not get any for their own infants because it was all being sent to China. So this started the whole Daigo revolution. Mm. And now with the mask thing, especially because this whole thing hit China January is when it started to get bad. January and February. During January and February... All right. (laughs) During January and February, the Daigo in America were going around and getting all of the medical supplies that they could. So in other words, they were buying up all the masks, all the antibacterial wipes, hand sanitizer, things like that, while the rest of the world was still kind of oblivious to what was going on. So... I don't know if you remember what was going on in january but i know for a fact that we were already reporting on the situation in china and how serious it was but the majority of the world in january and february was still thinking that it was a problem far away and that it wasn't something that uh, affected them and that it was just the flu or not as bad as the flu and that kind of nonsense and so you weren't thinking about getting medical supplies but the chinese diego that were around the entire world They knew that they could make a profit off of this situation because they knew right now in China, there's a massive demand for these masks. Mm -hmm. And so what they did is, and there's now a lot of evidence that's coming forth, is they went around in all the Western countries, places like Australia, got massively hard hit by this. The U.S., and they bought up every last box of 3MN95 masks and whatever other kind of uh, medical supplies they could and then sent them back to China and sold them at a profit. Um, in fact, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about this more in depth. Mm. So we're not going to get too much into it. But the fact of the matter is that this woman, her job is Daigo. And it's not just medical supplies. You know, they mainly make their bread and butter money uh, through things like luxury goods. Cosmetics. Or, yeah, LV bags, cosmetics, things like that. Uh, because there's a high demand and they, there's so much tax on it in Miles China. More expensive yeah. so, in China. Yeah, so, you know, if you want to get a luxury item, you... Go to one of these places. They've got their own websites. They've got their own apps, things like Xiaohongshu, which is Mm. an app you install on your iPhone or whatever. And what they do, the reason why she's filmed this is that's how they tell their customers what they have. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, look at this bag that I just bought. I've got three of these in stock, you know. Leave They're not comment. selling it
1: on Xiaohongshu. Xiao it means Little Red Book, yeah. and actually that's an app where they'll be able to post their links to their shops. Exactly. And that's where they brag. So when yeah. we were perusing this, there are people on there, look at how much of this I got. Like, yeah. lol, Americans didn't get any of this. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know? Now, that's why she's filming this. It's because she's showing her customers what she has so mm-hmm. that they can buy from her. Correct. Okay, so she went on and bragged about this, but I want us to get back to what she's saying right now. This is very important. There are less Chinese here. Let's just advance it a little bit. Okay, so there are less Chinese here. They still don't know about the masks in this area. There have been a lot of people who've come out of the woodwork trying to say, oh, but everybody does this price price gouging. People from all different countries do it, but that's absolute nonsense. This is a Chinese thing. Now. Okay, of course you get people that do buy things and sell them at a profit or do things like that. There was a guy here in Kentucky or wherever it was, Mm. Tennessee. He got nailed to the cross. When people found out he was hoarding hand sanitizer, his Amazon account got shut down. His PayPal account got shut down. He was forced to donate the majority of it that he'd hoarded. People don't accept that kind of behavior in Western society. This crap about the toilet papers. that you see people with all the, all everywhere on the internet, people with shopping trolleys full of toilet paper, people are saying, like, screw you, you piece of shit. You know, they're really, really fighting back against this because it's, it's selfish behavior, right? And if you take all the toilet paper, then there's none left for anyone else. Hmm. People don't accept that, in the Western world. Hmm. Also, the Western world doesn't have such a slick, sophisticated system. This Daigo thing. Think about it. First of all, you've got a massive diaspora of Chinese around the world. So you've already got the network of people locally in different countries everywhere, like massive. Mm -hmm. Name me one country that doesn't have a huge Chinese population, you know. So you've got that already. So students, visitors, even people who are now residents there. It's very easy for them to make a little bit of money on the side by selling things back to China. So you've got the people there ready to go buy this stuff, right? Then you've got apps and massive e-commerce website sites like Taobao, which if you go onto Taobao and you search for N95 masks, you will get all the Daigo selling it there. And they'll even say very boldly, this comes from America. This was bought in America. This is Jinkoude. Because when you're buying stuff in China, buying imported goods is always better than buying local goods. It has a premium. If it says Jinkoude, it means it's imported. And it costs more. And people trust it more. So what you have... And something I witnessed myself personally is in January, when we knew this was hitting, remember, I said, we better get some masks. Mm-hmm. OK. And my wife was telling me, we, mm-hmm. better, we better get some masks for us because we know, first of all, we knew that this was going to spread. But on top of that, we also know that for, for me and for you, we wanted mm-hmm. to get it for our parents in law because they were going to fly back to China. Right. Right. So we wanted to get them some so that when they took their trip, not like go buy the whole shop out. No. Get a little pack of 10 or something. So we started looking and we found out that none of the CVS, Walgreens, uh, Home Depots, Lowe's, any of these places had any masks left. And Amazon was on massive back order already.
1: That was already back then. Yeah, it
0: was in January. Mm. Okay. And when I went and I did this experiment a couple of weeks ago, almost a month ago, when I went with my wife and I drove 120 miles diameter around where we live. And I went to the smallest little areas, to all the small little CVS's and stuff, and there were no masks left, okay, and hand sanitizer and whatever, antibacterial wipes. And they were telling us, sorry, you know, like, they don't even hit the shelves. You know, there are people waiting outside buying them. And while I was doing that, I spotted in more than one parking lot minivans full of Chinese people. Now, I'm not being racist. They're Chinese because I understand Chinese. They're speaking Mandarin, and they're counting boxes in the back of the minivan. They are daigo. This is what they do. While you're doing your nine-to-five office job, they are doing their nine-to-five, driving around, and they'll drive hundreds of miles to go and find these products, which they can sell at a profit. That's what they do. They're traders. They're illegal gangs of traders. And that's what this woman's doing, and that's why she's like, ooh, we drove 1.5 miles out of, like, wherever in Florida, and there aren't, any, there aren't that many Chinese here, so they don't know about the masks yet. So you see, by her own admission, she knows that if there there is a Chinese diaspora in that area or a group of Chinese people, that they would have already bought all the masks. All right. So that's something I wanted to point out about this woman's video. She also
1: brags about uh, the local Americans not knowing
0: what situation is about to come their way. It's very insipid. The worst thing is, it's like she said, "Oh, thank you, you're so kind," and in the same breath, she's like, "Haha, they don't know about the limiter masks yet."
1: Like idiot Americans. Yeah. they're so friendly, but they're such idiots. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Isn't it just despicable? Right. So of course this has made the news, but of course we don't—we're not just going to leave it there. We want to. No way. We want to talk a little bit more about this woman. So let's just let her finish a little rant. Let's finish sure. it up, and then we'll, we'll uh, sink in. Yeah, we'll get—we'll get back onto
2: this. 我心里太舒服了 you find it yeah
0: Okay, so what can you say about that uh, sea milk?
1: I mean, it's kind of despicable, right? Yeah. Now, you were talking about the, the prevalence of people doing this. Mm. And while that is very well known, my devil's advocate moment here is she ended up getting chastised... Not so much by the Western media, although they did. Yeah. And a lot of people were complaining about it. Um, but actually by the Chinese media. And I'll tell you why. When she was doing this, the initial response is all her fans. By the way, I want to throw her name out there. Her name is Meiguo Pang Xifar. That means uh, American Fat Wife.
0: American <laughs> That's fat literally
1: wife. what she calls herself. Yeah. So the reason that, uh, you know, initially her fans are like, great job. You know, you're really stacking it up. We have a lot of selection now, you know. We're really proud sure. of you. And they call her like Jiji and stuff. Anyway, long story short, after a while some of the posts were kind of like, well, that's kind of unfair. To the people in America, you moved all the way to America and you're acting like this and making China lose face. You're making Chinese people look evil as hell. You're like cackling like a witch, basically, bragging about stealing stuff. Right. And it was some of the younger people that were just appalled, appalled by her actions. And she
0: got obliterated on Weibo. Well, I mean, don't forget when she posted this whole video, she actually said, I didn't leave any masks for Mm. the Americans. She made that as a bragging point. I mean, that's where she really just crossed the line.
1: Right, so people thought it was despicable. She posted this thing about how you know to explain the situation, but I want you to play this her videos in the background while we uh, okay. talk.
0: Well, how about this uh, this this way we'll post a This is
1: just what's going to go into the video, okay. so I can explain right. it. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Um, so what you're going to see is her response in the background. She made two videos and I actually thought, I was waiting for this, mm-hmm. I actually thought that her response would be more like, I'm so sorry. You know how Chinese, their, their apologies are like so sincere. I was totally wrong. I, what's wrong? What's wrong? hao wrong? How about Right. Like yeah. they're really apologetic. Sure. Her apology is the least sincere thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Right. To give you a very basic gist of it, she she first starts by saying, like, I'm getting attacked left and right. Have you ever considered my feelings? Have you considered my feelings? I'm a lonely Chinese in America. I came all this way. And how do you think I feel? How do you, I'm in so much danger here anyway. And you guys are attacking me. I need your help. And she's like pleading to them. Yeah, for her, like, for those of you who
0: want links to the actual yeah, videos. because we'll They're in Chinese. We yeah. understand them. We watch them. But we'll post the links so that you can go watch it for yourself. Right. But anyway. So,
1: I mean, I'm not gonna get into the response yet, so anyway, she's, she's asking for help, like, moral support, she can't deal with this, she's so stressed out, and then she comes up with the most bullshit excuse you've ever heard in your life. You will, you guys, even if you don't speak Chinese, even just by reading those pretty sparse subtitles, to be honest, uh, you'll know that this doesn't make any sense. She goes on to say that she was just really excited and so nervous and hot, and really so happy to see all these masks and bought them all out and didn't leave any for anyone because she knew how much she was gonna help her Chinese family and friends, cause she was gonna send them to them over in China. She wasn't gonna sell them, she was gonna send them over and help so many people in China which has been hard hit by coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, when I was watching this, I was like, this woman is actually Satan. Like she's <laughs> actually
0: evil, dude. Absolutely terrible, yeah. Cause it's her business to sell and at that time- You can't make up that excuse anymore. You know, the thing is, at that time in China, it's not like there was a shortage of masks either. You could buy no. masks everywhere. No. The, the whole point is that she was getting these masks mm. to sell them and make a profit. Right. Uh, the thing about her apology, which really appalled me, is that she um, she made another appeal to all Chinese people to help her. Yeah. Because now she's in America and, being, like you said, is being um, it's kind of attacked. So, you know, right. help me. And then she brings her little child no, into it, just completely oblivious. Yeah, yeah is... I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you can you can talk about that. Let's bring her, oh, she goes on forever, doesn't she? So I
1: then think. she goes on to say, uh, I removed my comments section, I'm not, you, you guys have noticed that I'm not posting videos anymore, and she gets all this fake emotional bullshit going on. Then she she realizes there's there's no one really taking her side anymore, sure. Except for her like really basic fans. Yeah. So even on the Chinese internet, they're like, "Shut up, woman! You know yeah. you're you're literally just shut up. You're making China lose face." Yeah. When you read the Weibo stuff, and then she so she decides to bring her little baby child into this, and she's like, I, I don't know how to deal with this, and I have to look at my child in the face, and he's said, Mama, why are you sad, and I have to just be like, I'm just not in a good, I'm not in good shape right now, but I still have to cook for you. You know, they always bring food into this. Yeah, you ever notice that? a big part of the- So discussion. show that part where she's- Yes,
0: yeah, it's around about here, where she's, yeah, there, she brings her child into the thing, which is despicable.
1: Right. Just a, a real nasty woman. Yeah. So- we can cut to the end of this. Uh, where We'll show something very funny if you haven't followed up on this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's if we could
1: play the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, we would.
0: Yeah, if we wouldn't get a copyright strike. Like I did.
1: Um, okay. So this is her uh, in 2000, 2018, I believe. Uh, that would be January 16th. Yeah. She got arrested. Her name is Hushing Jung This is not doxing, by the way. This is no, public information. It's public. Yeah. Uh, she was arrested. I believe it was a misdemeanor charge. For uh, domestic
0: for... battery and violence obviously against her husband.
1: Yeah, if it was against her child, it would have been child abuse. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, you know what's really funny is that this mm-hmm. originally didn't get shared around by American people that were pissed off. It was yeah, it was the Chinese... Renro. Yeah,
0: Renro. I mean, you have to understand that the way the, the Chinese internet works is they if, if a Chinese national makes China lose face, they will go into full-on assault. And this is what's happened because she did make China lose mm-hmm. face. Quite honestly... She has made instantaneously every Chinese person living in America look like a piece of shit. It's her fault, and that's the way they.
1: It's unwarranted. Yeah, but that's that. The, the funny thing is, is, the average American is not going to walk down the street and be like, "Oh, it's just like that yeah, woman." Yeah, exactly. But in Ch- Chinese, people will think like that because yeah. everyone Tai is everyone. They they represent yeah. each other. Right? That's
0: also why you will have to understand that if a foreigner behaves badly in China, it reflects badly on every on single foreigner. And that's also why they have these blanket rules for all foreigners because they believe that all foreign, foreigners are linked somehow. Yeah. And so they have that same mentality with her. So they think, oh, she put this out there and she made all Chinese people look bad and that's why they're going out and doxing her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not doing that. Like like you said, we haven't uh, released her, her address or whatever. It's all no, publicly but available. It is there, but, yeah. yeah. But, you know, this this is not not a very good person, but this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to these Daigo. I have footage, which I'll be showing tomorrow of another Daigo in their own shop in Lowe's bragging about how they told the clerks that they were buying these masks to donate to China. And they got a 50 percent discount Mm. on the masks. Because people were
1: feeling charitable. Yeah,
0: because people, you know, the people in Lowe's were being like, wow, you know, we we want to help. We want to help. How can we help? And then in our comment section, they're like, hey, do you still have more of these for me to buy? (laughs) You know, And she's like, sorry, they're too difficult to get right now.
1: And if you guys are confused about this, I do not want to pinpoint this to Chinese culture. You know why? Because Taiwanese people wouldn't do this. No. The reason this is such a phenomenon and almost like a a scourge on the whole psyche around uh, mainland China is because when... It was starving. When it was poor, when Mao stole everyone's rice and reallocated it, sold to the Soviet Union and all this kind of stuff, people were eating grass, literally yeah, eating yeah. grass. Yeah. When you live through that time period, and it's quite a long period of time, and also fairly recently, we're not talking about 200 years no, ago, no. we're talking no. about 40 years ago. When you live through that period, your parents and grandparents that grew up in that generation have this very cutthroat mindset that if I don't get something now, yeah. if I don't take advantage even if it means screwing everybody around the world yeah if i don't get that my family's dead yeah exactly. we're gonna starve to death it's that very permanent mindset my parents-in-law have it yeah mine I think too. your parents-in-law have it mm-hmm. it's much less evil than this example of
0: course no our parents we still are, see it
1: yeah really really good people
0: yeah you know yeah you know, here's the thing again you're going to get the water bousers and people who are going to be like oh yeah other people do it too um but again i just have to stress not on the same scale no And I don't see South Africans going into the American stores and buying up every last item of something that's in demand in South Africa and then clandestinely shipping it back, avoiding customs on both ends and making a profit and price gouging. I don't see that. And even if it's happening, there just aren't enough of us to make a dent. That's the thing. There are so many of these people doing this that it makes a dent. It made so much of a dent that right now you cannot in America go out and buy a face mask for your children. You cannot do it. It's not possible. Australia too. Any other Western country. They had state-sponsored people from China in Australia. Yeah, took about last time. two big real estate companies During January and February, all of their staff were tasked to go and buy every last piece of medical supply that they could find. And they all got shipped back to China on jets, private jets. And, you know, this is something that we are not prepared for. High trust societies don't know how to deal with this. And that's why they succeed. Because when you see a pretty girl in the shop buying a bunch of face masks, you don't think twice about it. But what you don't understand is they're a small part of a massive machine that is there to fleece every last thing that they can. And the problem is, is it's okay when it's cosmetics because, oh, well, I don't have lipstick this week, so what? But when it's something like infant formula for your child or masks, you know, these things that are so sought after at the moment... When those get taken away, it makes a real impact. Why do you think doctors and hospitals are asking for public donations and crying out? It's because all the stocks have been depleted around the world and ended up in China. I'm
1: assuming you weren't saying a pretty girl. You weren't.
0: I wasn't talking about oh, okay, her. Okay, okay. No, because I mean I've bumped into Daigo a lot, and quite often they're they're university students, mm, younger, yeah. younger university students and stuff. And you don't want to take your anger out on them because it's not their fault either. Mm. It's the fact that there is no there's no mechanism put in place to stop it. Right. You know, like how can you blame an opportunistic university student? Mm-hmm. They they make more doing daigo than uh, the, the average person makes working a full-time job. Correct. Because they can. They can make $10,000, $30,000 a month just by going to the local pharmacies and buying things and putting them on there. It's similar to Instagram type thing. And, oh, look, I got all these lipsticks. And people are like, I want it, I want it. And they send it off, ship it off individually. Um, and they're in Japan and they're, they're everywhere. And I've encountered them across the world. Mm. And that's the thing. When you understand Chinese culture and you can speak Chinese and you can see it for what it is, You spot it straight away. But like I said, you can't start blaming them. You have to blame the system because if we allow it to happen, then we're the ones to blame. There should be some very strict export control, some kind of very strict purchase control. And if someone's trying to buy every single mask in the shop, the shop should be like, hang on a second, this this is probably not correct.
1: Well, the reason it's uh, pervasive is because they can't make big supply chains without staying off the radar, yeah. right? So that's why you have to have physical university students, people like this, that go and buy small stocks. It's not so, gonna, it's not enough to trigger any alarm bells legally, right? Right, right? Even if you go to one store and buy out the entire thing, it's still not enough. So when you do that, you pay cash, it's totally off the books. Yeah. Then they have their own ways, individual sales, customs bribery, which is rampant in China.
0: Yeah. And so, how, is, how do you stop
1: that? It's very well, difficult.
0: The thing is, when I was driving around looking for masks and whatnot, you've got a minivan there, and what you have is you have, yes, small purchases. So, they go to this CVS and they buy whatever they had in there, mm. which is probably a couple hundred masks mm. or something. But the minivan then, at the end of the day, is stocked up with everything in that, that county or whatever. Every single thing. That thing is just packed full. So, it is little purchases here and there, but it's incredibly effective. And no, no, it away, is. They walk away with like. That's why I'm saying it's tens difficult. Of to use, and you of, can't crack yeah, down. On yeah, that. I know. So I, I don't know what the solution is, but a solution has to be found, and it's a real thing. Mm, it's a real sure. thing.
1: And we don't notice it until a pandemic hits. Correct. Like you said, who cares if you don't have your lipstick?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, the reason we're even talking about this is, we're anti discrimination. Uh, Believe it or not, we don't want people to be discriminating against people. I want people to discriminate against this practice and this business. It's Mm. kind of like I want people to discriminate against mafia and yakuza nonsense or or whatever or uh, underground. It's a a racket. Yeah, it's a racket. It's like a gambling racket. An an illegal. It's an illegal gang trading thing. It's not legal. Okay, Mm. so let's put an end to it, just like people slinging meth on the side of the road. I have the same feeling. They're illegal would, and they suck. I would suck. probably
1: not go that far. Yeah. I do okay. personally because
0: these these people put more people in danger than the meth slingers.
1: Yeah, I guess the customers
0: are just the only ones getting affected. Yeah. Anyway, the thing right. is, um, we're going to move on. So let's have a couple of super chats before we move into sure. our next uh, Sorry, thing.
1: Sorry, we went on for a while on that one. Uh, yeah. Zachary C, five dollars from your number one quarantine super fan. The world must open its eyes to the truth and the C- that the CCP abuses the people of China. They are the victims. Absolutely
0: correct. Hundred uh, percent.
1: Christian, thank you from Iceland. Uh, um probably too early to tell. But do you think the coronavirus aftermath might affect the 2022 Beijing Olympics? I certainly hope so.
0: I think they're going to have to push all the Olympics forward because, you know, they've kind of stopped the um, the whole Olympic thing for uh, Japan. Japan. So they're going to push it forward, and I think they're going to end up having to push. A lot of it forward.
1: I mean, I think the world will also, I know the Olympic okay. Committee is notoriously corrupt and horrible. Yeah. But at this point, I think the public reaction to hosting it in Beijing would be like outrage. Yeah. Public yeah. outrage. Uh, thank you. And I thank you for your uh, inspirational video on volunteer. and on leave with no idea when I can get back to work. No, when I get back to work. Now I see it's a great opportunity
2: to help others so we can get to the other side.
1: Anna from Finland. And I appreciate that so much. It is really crap for people. I mean, honestly, we've been financially wrecked just because of the whole monetization thing. Running this, but imagine if you know, at least we could get Imagine if you're. Oh, sorry,
0: I have made a mistake. There's there's audio playing in the background. <gasps> apology. apology, apology. Please, please do that again. I'm trying to fix something here, guys. is something Stop going. playing on. that clip. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Anyway. Please, please uh, continue what you were saying. Yes. What are you doing anyway? This this thing just threw oh, crap out oh, Okay, in there, gotcha. So.
1: Sorry. Um, thank you, Anna. Really appreciate it, and we we understand because we know that we've been hit with demonetization. To reiterate, but I can't imagine what it's like to not be compensated for going to your nine to five that you can't go to anymore. Yeah, that's got to be horrific. The impact on individuals is going to be massive and sucks.
0: It. This has impacted the entire world. I we, mean, remember what we said earlier? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like we're sitting here in LA and we're talking about something that happened thousands and thousands of miles away. And to us, it's a personal thing because we lived in China. But can you imagine what it feels like to someone that has no relation? No, Has never even thought about this country. And they're locked in their home. They can't go to work because of the Chinese government.
0: They never even had a thought about it in their whole life. I can't take my daughter to a park, to the beach, you know? And it's very clear why. It's just insane. Yeah, it's very clear why. Anyway, anyway, you know, let me do I, a couple more. I, before you do that, my parents in South Africa um, have also been severely hit. The whole of South Africa has been severely hit. Mm-hmm. They're all under lockdown right now right. as well. You're not allowed to leave your house and everything. You Correct. know, it's the same idea. Very limited travel allowed, and uh, it's massively hit everyone mm-hmm. over there. The economy, you know, the rand is well. The rand's in free fall forever. But you know, it's much worse now. People can't get to work. They can't get paid. And the government can't help them out. You don't get a bailout check like you do in America and so on. People are on their own. Isn't it like 500 Rand? Yeah, it's only for specific people. That's $18, by yeah, the way. Yeah, $18 a month. Okay? <laughs> What's anyone bad. supposed to do with that? What is that, a meal? 500 Rand in South Africa is not even enough to like fill your, your petrol tank, uh, your gas no, tank. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. You know what I mean? It's It's ridiculous. So. You're dealing with a very bad situation in South Africa. You're dealing with a bad situation here. Neighbors, where I live, because of the lifestyle of America, is a very sort of credit-driven lifestyle, sure. isn't it? So people are always paying stuff off. They're not going to be able to make their rent at the end of the month. No. You know, that kind of thing. Luckily, the complex that I'm in, did I say last time? Mm. But they're like, they're yeah, giving a, a 10% off of uh, rent for everyone there were some i
1: heard that were doing even more than that which is great yeah
0: and what they're doing as well is they're saying listen if you can't pay we're not going to evict you we're going to s- sort out a payment plan and just just don't worry about it we got your backs during this which is really it's it's very uh, reassuring anyway it's, it's sure. nice but you know everyone's being affected by this in a terrible terrible way anyway sorry no next one
1: uh john funk thank you uh kaylee uh, bless you guys. Thank you. Dion Chapman. Thank you for the info. Thanks for the info guys. Here's to the mask fund. See you after my meeting this morning okay, um, awesome. I want to throw something in here real quick before sure. I move on The reason that that whole evil lady thing really bothered me mm. Was because it really hits home when we ask our We didn't ask but when people were generous enough to send us some money yeah. to send to our friends in China. Yeah. which successfully happened by the yeah, way. Yeah, our deliveries were a failure But when we found the correct way to do it, you Mm -hmm. know, get the money to them for them to buy it through their channels, which, to be honest, is probably die go in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. But at least they're showing us where they're going and they're people we know. When she does something like that, it's like people are I think people even without an evil bone in their body are going to be like, why would I
0: even bother to help anyway then? Yeah. You know? Yeah. How evil is that? You know, the, the rest of the world has been incredibly supportive of China during this time, believe it or not. Yeah. There's been a lot of aid, or at least a lot of offers of helping out and so on, which a lot of them have been stonewalled or just refused or not, not followed up on. Right. But everybody's very charitable, and at least in the circles I hang in here, so many people were asking me how they can help China during this time, what they can do. Right. Is it possible that they could somehow uh, pay for us to send masks to help the people we know in China? everybody is so generous when it comes to helping china out but at the at the same time you're just not seeing that same thing back no you're seeing the opposite you're seeing right. a very selfish kind of a thing going on um and then you get people saying things like oh china's so safe you can get masks there but you can't get masks in america america is oh where are all the masks oh they just don't exist well you know why just well you you, you know why yeah anyway uh, okay let's continue Okay, we're going to continue. So now, remember, we're talking about discrimination against foreigners, right? But we first want to talk about discrimination against Asian Americans and Asians living overseas, okay? So I think the first thing we can say before we even continue here is that we do not support any kind of discrimination against Asians at all. We shouldn't even have to say that. I know, but it's important to put that out there. But neither does Western society. Mm. And for instance, what do we have here? We have a a volunteer group of U.S. veterans um, are patrolling the San Francisco Chinatown amid coronavirus-related racism. Now, that's a very striking headline. But what it is, is we've been hearing a lot in the news that there have been a lot of racially motivated attacks. Now, that's a very obscure term, attacks, because it's not actually attacks. Most of the time, what it is, is people verbally abusing people. So it's not, you read this headline, like, a racially motivated attack. You're thinking of, like, flash mobs beating people up. Mm. And, I mean, there has been violence. Yeah, but. there's definitely been violence, but the majority of them are racial abuse, hurled at people verbally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, calling people names, uh, spitting at people, telling, you know, shouting at people, hey, get out of here, you, this and that, and the next thing. Um, so in response to all these reports around uh, America and, and the the free world that we're hearing, you're getting volunteers like this going out to stop it. So what they do is they, they get together and they patrol the streets. San Francisco, and Chinatown. This is in San Francisco, Chinatown, which, of course, we've been there. It's a wonderful place, by yeah. the way. It's fantastic. I loved so it. Fun. there. fun. Um, but they're walking, and it says here, the group hasn't stepped in to thwart any discriminatory acts yet. Because, well, they are. there obviously haven't been any while they've been doing these patrols. Sure. But the thing is, the fact that they're out there... In order to stop this, shows you how little the West tolerates this kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. The fact that we can read about it and read the numbers that they have a number that they're reporting. There's a stat. There's statistics on how many racially motivated incidents. Six hundred fifty. Yeah, they say there's six hundred and fifty acts of racism, xenophobia, and anti-Asian hate crime. The reason
1: you're reading this is because. of people, just throw a random figure out there, hate this stuff. Yes. Western society, like you said, does not tolerate this. No. They report it, they tell the truth, and then they try
0: to stop it. And if anyone ever tries to do any of these things, they get completely lambasted. Right. If anyone's ever caught being xenophobic or racist or anything, the the public as a whole will condemn them Mm -hmm. and destroy them. Right. Okay? That's why you will if someone is racist you'll see them plastered all over the the mainstream media they'll be on tv they'll be in newspapers you know that's why these incidents are so often reported you know right now the one thing about these incidents that keep getting reported is i see and i look for this stuff right because i need to know this is something that i'm deeply concerned about don't forget my wife is chinese mm-hmm. my parents in law who are still here are chinese same with you mm-hmm. and you know my child's half chinese The last thing I want is to ever have a situation where they encounter any Mm -hmm. of this kind of racism. Yeah, this kind of of
1: news really sets off alarm bells when your entire family, you're the only, we're the only white people in our family. Absolutely, yeah.
0: So I look it up and you know what, the the video evidence and stuff is, it's kind of hard to come by. But you know what's not hard to come by is video evidence of the discrimination and racism against foreigners in China right now. Mm -hmm. But you know what's Mm -hmm. super, super hard to come by are any statistics, because there are none. It's not reported it's n- at all. Because it's not condemned, it's condoned. And we're gonna get into that. Yeah,
1: this is a big one.
0: Yeah, this is why I, I honestly wanted to start with this to show that in the West, we do not tolerate this. Nowhere in the West is this tolerated. In fact, it's kind of the opposite in the West. We, you know, we make sure that everybody feels comfortable as much as possible, at least we try, in our culture.
1: Well, I want to throw this in there. Think about the most racist place in the Deep South where they just don't even have other people from other colors, right? Colors and creeds. Maybe in that neighborhood and in that small society, it's not necessarily condoned, but it's kind of like that's their way, right? It's their way of life. While the entire country looks at someone like that and like, you're so uneducated, uncultured. How could you be like that? Now, imagine a country of 1.4 billion people that are told it's okay. Yeah. To not only discriminate against black people, but yeah. white people, but Indian people, but Japanese people, Korean people, South Americans, Mexicans. It doesn't matter where you're from. Everything we're going to cover today en- encompasses every race in the world. It's right now, Chinese. Yeah, right now, more than ever, it is foreigner versus Chinese yes. in their minds. Yeah, right? It has nothing to do with where you're from now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we wanted to, first of all, share a couple of situations that... Um, well, this is very related. Let's just play this clip and then we'll sure. talk about it. This is related to the whole mask thing. Remember mm-hmm. how this woman's bragging about, you know, taking all the masks? Well, imagine you're a foreigner in China right now and you want to go buy a mask from a clinic. What's going to happen to you? Today is 29th March 2020. We're in this
3: market. This is the wholesale market for medical equipment. They are letting Chinese buy masks, all the health uh, care to protect themselves against the virus. But as foreigners here, there's a Russian here, there's another Russian here, another Russian, there's a small girl here. They will not let foreigners go in. This is the guy. He says foreigners cannot buy masks or or cannot enter, but Chinese can. We told them that we have all the documents, health certificates, they said they don't care. The police came and the police said, too bad, you can't enter. That's the rule of the building, so we can't enter. I told them, isn't this racist? They said, no, they don't care. It's racist or not. That's their policy.
0: Okay, so what you could see from that clip... Is that they will not allow foreigners into that clinic in order to buy, um, you know, necessary products. Now, it's not just a clinic like that. And as you heard of the person in the video, you, you know, they call the cops and the cops are just like, it's their business. They can do what they want. Just imagine if yeah. that happened anywhere else in the world at a clinic that's selling things you really need. That's like, like
1: warfare, yeah, dude. And
0: you're like, sorry, no Chinese allowed. Um, And then you call the police and the police come and say, oh, yeah, no, but that's okay because it's their business. They can say that. Do you Mm. think that would happen? No. No, absolutely not. That's why
1: I actually want to remove the R word from this entire conversation. It is now literally the state, state state-sponsored government of China, mainland China, versus everyone in the whole world in their minds. Yeah. And that's that when you have to point that out. It is not even racism at
0: this point. So um, it's easy for us to just share... News articles yeah. and this, these kind of videos like that one that get posted. Because look, because of the opposition, because we talk about China, where China watches, because that's what we do. That's our living, right? That's we make videos about uh, China. We receive huge amounts of these videos Mm. from people that we don't know. Correct. So strangers who've gone through this, they send it to us because they want us to share it or they get shared to us by other concerned people. Mm. So we have literally hundreds of these videos. If we wanted to, we could make a compilation. uh, Just a compilation of foreigners being blocked from entering businesses. Foreigners being told you cannot do this, you cannot do that. But... We thought, you know what, how about we reach out to people we actually know personally mm-hmm. in China and uh, see what they have to say. Um, there's a guy I've known for many, many, many years. I I may even have met him before I met you. I don't even know, but, but at least around the same time. Mm-hmm. And you know, you've known him for a very long yep. time too. He's a wonderful guy. He lives in Shanghai, um, which everyone knows. Shanghai is the most sophisticated sophisticated city it's also the most foreigner friendly city in China foreigners have always been there there's always been a big foreign presence and you know that's kind of the 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 pearl of the Orient it's also got other names of the Orient it's anyway it's the entry point (laughs) it's always been the entry point now I'm getting off track uh, for foreigners to get into China Um, yes anyway thing is he lives there with his wife he's also Chinese and uh, he's the most inoffensive guy i've ever met he's He's a lovely guy guy, and he's been going to a hairdresser for years Mm -hmm. and well let's just roll the clip then shall we let's uh get this on for you guys
4: so this is my local barber where i normally go to get my hair cut and you'll notice right now i've got like no hair why So i went to go in there uh, earlier this week and they're like no foreigner sorry and the guy spoke great English and I asked him why I've been coming here for years and he's like, oh, well, no foreigners because foreigners are bringing the uh, uh, COVID-19 into China. The uh, the Wuhan virus they are bringing it into China. I said, actually, that's Chinese people coming back into China. They're mostly bringing the reinfection. He's like, no, it has to be foreigners. The news tells us so. So I went home and just uh, gave myself a little, uh, uh, you know, bobbing job, and there we go.
0: Yeah. Okay. So as he said. He was denied entry just to get a haircut, even though he has his clean bill of health and he's got his special little QR code. Maybe you can tell people about this QR code.
1: So basically, when you uh, get inside China or you're a foreigner, you have to have this QR code on your phone. And if you have either not gone through your 14 days of quarantine or you've tested positive for coronavirus, it gives you a red one. Mm-hmm. So immediately, anytime you go somewhere and you have to show it to these people to allow you entrance into parks and shops, and things like this, if you have yeah. a red one, you're not getting in, right? right. Obviously. Right. They can call the authorities and stuff. Why is he out of quarantine? Why is he tested positive? Yeah. Then you get a pending notice, right? Mm-hmm. After you've done your quarantine or you don't have to go to quarantine because you stayed in China the entire time. right? right? And then you get a green QR code. So as a foreigner, you have to walk around with your green QR code to get into places. But what we've noticed from all these people, and this is we've been inundated with this stuff. uh, Even this Korean guy actually, he had he had one. Yeah. He he said he he loves being a Chinese. He can blend in. Got into a taxi and then had a slight accent in his Chinese. Taxi driver said, "Get out of the car." Right. He shows his green QR code. Taxi driver's like, no, get out. You're a foreigner. It doesn't even matter where you're from, right? Yeah. So these people that keep sending us this stuff, if people can physically see or hear that they're a foreigner, they don't even care if you have the QR code that lets you into places anymore.
0: They're just saying, stay out and even putting up signs. This is the problem is, yes, the majority of people that have now really gotten to the point where they're like, they can't believe what's going on anymore. These are the foreigners that stayed in China during the outbreak. Yeah. So they haven't left. Yeah. They haven't left. They stayed in their apartments when they were told to. They followed all the rules that they were told to. They got their health checkups. They got everything. They got their special little... I call it the star of David QR code. Mm, but um, I, I, I know that all Chinese people also have to have a QR code as well to prove that they're healthy or whatever. But foreigners, it's different. Mm. They have a, a special designation. Anyway, the, this, this QR code doesn't help them. They try to get into the gym. They're like, no foreigners allowed. Even if you have this clean bill of health and it's government... It's the government saying they're clean. We've checked them. Everything's fine. It doesn't matter. You're a foreigner. You're not getting in here. Not getting into this bar. You're not getting into this place. And it's heartbreaking. You know, anyway, um, as far as my friend Snarky goes, you know, he's, he's a really good guy. And that, nice. that's why it shocks me even more because he's so friendly and so nice to everybody. And the fact that he's gone to that hairdresser for so long, you would think they'd have a decent relationship where the guy would be like, it doesn't matter. You know, you can still come in. But no turn your back on the guy because he's a foreigner.
1: That's when xenophobia, you know, is a knock-on effect from the education from the government becomes, it trumps friendships. It trumps your customer
0: base. Absolutely. You know, um, I've done some collaborations with him in the past. I recently did one where he did a thing about 4K video. I would appreciate if you went to go show him a little bit of support. Yeah. There's a link. We already posted in the description. Yeah, a link in the description to his channel. Anyway, let's move on to the next guy. Maybe you can introduce the next guy. Um, Uh,
1: Yeah, next guy. I believe he's uh, Canadian. He. What city does he live in? Uh, he's in Guangzhou in Guangzhou okay in Guangzhou another first tier city lots of foreigners yeah Um, and he's been in China for quite a long time I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna say how many years maybe seven years maybe Mm -hmm. and he went out to go get some stuff done he wanted to go to the fashion market and buy some stuff he's got his code Mm -hmm. I don't believe he ever left no he never left he didn't leave
0: and his business is about fashion yes
1: yeah so he deals in like uh, apparel basically yeah so he has to go get some stuff he's got a Chinese girlfriend I believe Mm-hmm. And she appears, wife, f- wife, wife, sorry, yeah. Chinese wife, in this video, and he's going out to buy stuff, and I believe he slapped a little camera in his pocket or something just to show what happens when foreigners go trying to buy stuff
0: with a clean bill of health. Yeah, so we're gonna roll the clip for you, and uh, we'll just let him talk for this sure. one. So let's do it.
5: Okay, hey guys, body mount is on. I'm gonna bring up my QR codes, have it ready for when I get over there. Where is it? Here we go. QR code looks like that. I mean, it looks like people are doing business. Oh, fight or something's going on back there.
3: Let's
5: see if they let me in. I have a feeling no. I mean, other people are going in. Yeah. 嗯, Yeah, can you ask this guy why I'm not allowed to go in? Is it because I'm a foreigner?
4: Hello? Can
5: you, I can't hear you.
4: Hello? Hello? Sure. My wife. you have to tell
5: me. on, come Okay, because I'm poor, so it's being racist. Okay. Bye bye.
1: Yeah. A, a random riot shield appeared. Yeah, exactly. Scary foreigner.
0: I just want to point out that, first of all, this market, the whole point of this market is that they do. Um, it's it's for people that want to do exporting of you know fashion items. The, the and stuff.
1: biggest customers in these markets, and actually the traders are from Africa. They're Africans yeah. from all over Africa because they get cheap Chinese goods and then resell them back in Africa.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's Guangzhou is very well known yes. for that, right? So they make busi- They they do business with foreigners. So now he wants to go in there to go and you know do his business. Like that's what he does. He deals in fashion and stuff. They won't allow him in because he's a foreigner, and then a guy with a riot shield and helmet and everything appears when he sees, oh, there's a foreigner trying to get in here, you know. Um, And it just shows you. He calls his wife and asks his wife to talk to the guy, and that doesn't even help because a lot of the foreigners that live in China, that's how they get by, is they they have a, a girlfriend, a wife, or an assistant that will help them in situations like this. And usually, you know, you can talk your way through, but nope. Not in this situation. He has his um, little QR code that says that he's healthy and that he's okay, so he can prove to them just like everyone else. It's they're not even really checking; they just let them walk in here. But because of the color of his skin, sorry, you're not allowed. Um, now, why are we not seeing reports of this in the media? Why don't we see oh these racial or xenophobic uh, uh, attacks or incidents against foreigners on the rise in China? We you're don't by see China's that. You
1: Chinese media, right? yeah, yeah, you don't, obviously. No.
0: Not even here.
1: No. Well, I, a little
0: bit. Uh, psh, a little bit. If you do, it's only very slight. But at the same time, they'll be like, but look at the huge amount of attacks against Asians and blah, blah, this blah, is, blah. This but, is
1: what I wanted to say. Is that It's so unbalanced. You get this argument that, well, you're in their country. If that's the way they want to do things, then that's the way they do things. Totally okay, whatever. I don't buy into that, but totally okay, if that's what you want to believe. The problem is... Mm. When the Chinese government says that we and everyone in my country is being racist and plays the race card because we disagree with the government and try to entrap all Chinese people under this blanket of a communist CCP identity and then call everyone racist, that's critical. You can't do this to foreigners in your country and then claim that stuff because you know who's going to take care of it. American people will take care of it. Yeah. Nice people of all races will take care of racism. We don't need you to point that out. Exactly. That's right?
0: completely condemned here. That's the whole point. You know, the problem that I have too, like you mentioned, is that the Chinese newspapers and Chinese uh, state media will jump on these like uh, reports from the Western mm-hmm. media saying there's 600-odd, 700-odd right. uh, incidents. They love that so much because they get to plaster it everywhere and use it as reasoning for them to do things like this and get away with it. Right. they like, oh, well, in America, there's all this right. racism. And they just use it as ammunition. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they don't report on any of these incidents. Correct. Uh, it's, it's frustrating. Anyway, this guy, he has a channel as well called The Hollywood Life, and yeah, we've, we've linked
1: him. below Snarky's uh, yeah. link down below.
0: If you would like to go and see the full video, he has posted the full video. You know, he um, puts a little bit more context. There, there he is over there. That's what he looks like. As you can see, he's wearing a, a mask looks very non-threatening, you know. He's got a pink mask on, for goodness sake, you know, and they won't let him in. Um, Anyway, please go check him out as well because, you know, we're very grateful that he sent through the the footage as well as snarky. Thank you. Anyway, um, what you're seeing here again is, and I I did show these in my racism video, some of them, but there's more... um, Clips
4: off basically.
0: So, I mean, first of all, the guy's Chinese is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. But what he's saying there is, here's my QR code. I'm healthy. This is, I'm following the law. Why aren't you letting me in? And then the guy's like, my boss said, we can't let foreigners in. And he's like saying, yeah, he just said that they won't let foreigners in, you know? So it's it's the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're following the law. You're a foreigner. You're not getting in, you know? it's It's incredibly disheartening. Look, we could continue on with these clips. We've got a lot of them, right? There's a karaoke that... Again, we
1: could have like a five-hour special on this, but...
0: Yeah, the the incidences are massive. You know, where we can say there's 600-odd documents, 700-document cases of these kind of incidents happening in the West, there are thousands and thousands of them happening in China right now. And the reason we know is because the vast amount of people that are contacting us sending actual video clips of this stuff happening. It's not hearsay, you know, it's real. So
1: I guess we're gonna report it then.
0: Yeah, um, anyway, let's move on to the next bit here. Uh, yeah, I uh, wanna read yeah. this. Okay, so please this, read is, this uh, for everyone. This
1: is for a fitness club, and they even put this up in Chinese and English. It's yeah. bilingual. Uh, it says, due to the infestification of the, is that a word? It is now. Infestification of the current epidemic abroad. Keep in mind these key words, by the way. In order, this just, this literally flies in the face of all logic that there's no cases in China, but yeah. in order to protect the safety of members and staff, the club does not accept foreigners for exercise. Memberships will be extended. That's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Sorry for any inconvenience. Thanks for your kind understanding and cooperation. So again, you got the QR code. You're already, I'm going to be a little brutal here. Mm-hmm. If you are crazy enough to live in China right now, and I hate to say this, among I, I've put this out there, if you're a foreigner in China, I would think critically about finding a way out, at least for the time being. Yes. This kind of stuff is a bad sign. Because when the government institutes these kind of labeling practices that separate foreigners and Chinese even more than they already were, right? This animosity always existed, but now it's really bad. And then you get people flying like completely ignoring the rules of this QR code and say, You're not allowed to come in here anymore. Yeah. In our private establishment, even though the government said it's fine. Yeah. They're totally disobeying that. And it's it's not really cracked down on that much. Yeah. Right. Then you know there's something really bad happening. Sure. Right.
0: You know, you do have and this is a very bad bad thing i want to address people that might uh, be apologists towards this kind of stuff and you say oh it's understandable i understand they fought so hard to contain the virus and and so i can i get it i get it why they wouldn't I want me as a foreigner to go in because, you know, they don't really know if I've got the disease or not. Bullshit. That's what that QR code's all about. (laughs) How can you accept that? You walking around in China saying, oh, I think it's okay," because I tell you one thing. I would not accept for one second a business here having a sign up saying no Chinese. We would be militant about it. I would go and complain and make a big stink of it. I've got Chinese family, a Chinese wife. I would not stand for it for a second and no. I would not make up any freaking excuse either. I wouldn't say, "Oh, because the Chinese the 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 Wuhan virus comes from China, that's why they're doing it." No. No. Do you it, think do you think the majority of people would do that? No way. Especially if they walked up to the the shop or whatever with a health certificate that was issued by the CDC of the United States saying, "This person does not have The Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever the hell you want to call it. They do not have it. And they still say, no, but you're Chinese. You can't come in. That's what's happening in China. And people that are apologizing for this and saying, oh, it's understandable. You know, blah, blah, blah. Screw yourself. Double standard. It shows you just how much you're willing to tolerate racism, bigotry and xenophobia. And yet you are the ones crying out that this is happening around the rest of the world. No, my friend, wake up. It is not happening in the West. Okay, not happening in the West. People here are civil and they're against racism. They're against xenophobia. And this is just not what we're seeing in China.
1: It's just the most hypocritical double standard you've ever seen in your life. The yeah. same people that criticize us for criticizing the Chinese government and giving us these horrific labels are the same people that make excuses
0: for this. It doesn't make any bit of sense. No. You're being a dumbass. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
3: Seriously.
0: So let's see a couple more of these things. And I've got a silver lining kind of here. Sure.
1: Um, well, I'm to read a couple more. Yeah, that we're, we're going to. Yeah. Okay, okay, so... Uh, this one uh, i'll skip the top part basically says oh that sucks why can't you leave your apartment they say because this place doesn't accept foreigners at this time but our boss has made an agreement with community community to let us in but we can't leave our apartment otherwise chinese will panic and call the police i still don't see any logic to this what's the point they saw us today in two weeks they said uh, they, they'd still freak out so again the law is instituted they get the qr code they're tested they're clean but still the private enterprises the schools the businesses, the places you work for, your landlord can institute their own arbitrary bullshit law and say, no, you're going to freak everyone out. No, you can't go
0: out. I've actually got something to add to this. You know, I was speaking to our friend in Beijing, not going to dox him, not going to give out his name. Right now, Beijing's always been a little different. Yeah. Okay. But right now, in order for him to get in and out of his apartment complex, he has like a little certificate, Mm. which proves that he lives there and, you know, that he's healthy and all that. And he has to be checked twice every time he comes into his apartment. Once when he comes through the gate, once before he's allowed into the building, okay? Now, his girlfriend, who's Mexican, okay, also living in Beijing, she has the same thing for her apartment complex. But she came and stayed over with him for, like, a couple of days. Mm -hmm. As you do. During What else are you going to do during this time, right? (laughs) Lol. Lol. Anyway, the thing is, (laughs) seriously... She's not allowed back into her apartment that she's paying rent for because they can't account for the couple of days where she went. She's got proof that she didn't leave the country. She's got her little QR code. She's got a little certificate of I'm I'm allowed in and out of my place. But they're like, but you can't prove where you were for those like four or five days. So you're not allowed back in now. And there's no way that she can prove it. So she's not allowed to get back into the apartment that she's paying rent for.
1: All her shit's inside. Yeah.
0: So I guess now she's just going to have to stay over at our friend's house. Oh, poor him.
1: Oh, poor him. Yeah. Maybe you guys can get married. Just <laughs> expedite this shit. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I just find it—it's—it's uh, it's terrible that this kind of thing happens because for sure. we're not seeing my apartment complex where I live. There are Chinese people living there. I haven't seen anyone looking at anyone sideways. No, I mean that's just a joke, right? It, it, I mean seriously, like, oh, you're not allowed in here because you're Chinese. Imagine that. <laughs> that
1: lasts for five minutes. Yeah, oh,
0: you went—you went out like down. You went and stayed with family for a couple of days. Mm. You're not allowed back in here. No. Come on. This is just not how it works. But it does work like that in China,
1: you know? Again, yeah, just to, just to cap that off, the reason we're so mad, and again, you can say this, they can do whatever they want in China, it's their country, but that you can't have them point out the faults of other places when there really aren't any, and yeah. they're being supported and helpful,
0: Yeah, right? exactly. Anyway, let's uh, see what's next on our little list of Riles us up real stuff. good. Real good. Okay, now this is the... Um, this is interesting. It's kind of a silver lining. Now, I have to give you some context behind this. This is actually before this whole breakout of the Wuhan flu. So, this is, as you can see, this is on um, December 15th. Sharia Shu This, The guy who took this photo, he's a very well known television presenter. He's famous. He, he's famous in China, super famous. He's a good friend of mine, he's a very nice guy, too. He yeah. loves China. He's fluent, he's better at speaking, reading, and writing Chinese than the majority of Chinese people I know. He's mm. really that good. And he's dedicated the majority of his adult life to China. Um, like I said, he's a well-known TV presenter. Super nice guy. This was just downstairs from his, uh, his apartment. Yeah. Okay. So you see this is a club, it's a bar. Keep in mind the date. Yeah, this is before this whole breakout. This is right. before this current madness that we're seeing. And it says, decline foreigners. So no drugs and no foreigners allowed, okay? So he complained to the local... um, It's interesting, it's in traditional. Yeah, well, it's in Guangzhou. So, you know, Guangzhou, Cantonese people, yeah. He complained to the local government, and within uh, two days, it was taken down. Mm -hmm. And they actually put out an apology, which we're going to... But I
1: really want to point out here, this is before this.
0: Yes, so anyone who thinks that this kind of anti-foreigner thing is only happening now because of the rhetoric from the government, realize that this is something that... It's been ramping up. It's... And it's always been something that you will find in China in certain areas. Anyway.
1: But much more so in the past few years. Yeah. yeah. So
0: let, let's just quickly, st- what, what's the reason that they decided that they didn't want foreigners so to come? Yeah, just read okay. the first part of this.
1: Five years, okay, so this announcement regarding refusing to serve foreign customers. Five years has passed by since our grand opening. Mr. Pilot has been treating all the customers with fairness and kindness. We're trying to provide a safe and comfortable environment for all customers. But in the past two years... There were increasing numbers of incidents with foreign customers are breaking the law within the the establishment. Countless complaints have been made regard, can they use Google Translate at least? Regarding foreign customers harassing female customers within the establishment. Due to the increasing percentage of foreign customers breaking the law in our effort trying to protect other customers right enjoy a safe environment, we made such a hard decision, which is banning foreigners.
0: Yeah, so I mean, seriously, they banned foreigners because they are worried that foreigners are harassing... Hitting on girls. Yeah, hitting on girls. That's, I mean, that's what bars are kind of all about, aren't they? You know, so And it's not like the, the Chinese patrons weren't doing the same, but it was just an easy out
1: can for I, them. Can I throw in something here? Sure. There's something that nobody has brought up about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Foreigners are much less important customers to these bars. They spend a lot less money than Chinese people. They do. So when you're a Chinese person, if you're going to a bar, especially in a first-tier city, you're wealthy. Mm. You're going to spend a ton of money, especially to show off with your friends and all that kind of stuff. The foreigner is going to spend a tenth of what that Chinese customer is doing. So for this, it just made sense anyway. You know, it's very financially motivated as well.
0: Exactly. Now, the thing is, this is before this nonsense, Mm. like I said. And my friend was able to get them to take the sign down and get an apology, that, that, that apology to, right. you know, which was posted on their website or whatever. However, now it's government condoned. We've right. seen, if you watched my video about racism, the, the hotel group that was refusing uh, U.S. passport holders and others to stay there, Uh, actually said that it was a government mandate. It was from the local authorities, told them they're not allowed to accept people from the USA and and other different places. So when
1: you say Global Times and CCTV and uh, People's Daily outright lying about this, it's bullshit because the local authorities do get directives from somewhere, guess where, to not allow foreigners.
0: Now, I would like to, again, I've been in contact again with my friend, the guy who got that sign taken down. I don't want to dox the guy. He's a wonderful guy, and he's very invested in China. He loves China. He loves everything about China. Yeah. But even he got unhinged the other day because he was refused entry to three different bars. Or you know, because that's what he does. He's into the nightlife. You know, he's a, he's a he's a, he's a personality. He has to go there yeah. because for shows and stuff. He was denied entry into three bars in one night, um, and he took photos and he made big complaints. And you know, later on, because people found out, oh, he's that famous guy. They got a hold of him and apologized and stuff. But the fact of the matter is that even if you are the number one perfect example of he's a foreigner chinese yeah who can speak and read and write the language who loves the country who lives there who's embracing 100 percent. yeah he's known on tv everybody knows his face even he is getting denied to these places so you can be top of the pops foreigner you're still going to be treated like an outsider and blocked from a bar from a restaurant from a clinic from a hotel you know
1: and this is all the direct product and runoff the narrative that's being pushed on state media
0: yeah and so it's got to the point where they realize that they can or they're actually being encouraged to do this you know yeah. watch out these filthy disease-carrying foreigners have come back into china and they're going to infect us all doesn't matter where you're from yeah it's it's pretty awful um did you put in the uh, picture of the uh, british lady who had her thing oh yeah there it is yeah. let, me, let me just bring that up i think we skipped over that yeah. Here's another another thing which is kind of important for us to look at. You is want to um, read it? yeah, okay. I'll read the the one from the British lady. She says, "This is, by the way, taken out of a, a public group, a public WeChat right group, around. which is for like teachers, teachers. in in um, China." So she's like, "I've been spat at deliberately, deliberately driven into by a man on a motorbike who screamed abuse at me, kicked out of a hotel I was staying in for work reasons." blocked from entering my apartment compound and had a whole carriage to myself on metro at rush hour. So the, the subway system. All accompanied by phrases such as dirty foreigner, English disease, take your dirty virus home, and my personal favorite, American virus whore. And she says, I'm English. The police do nothing to help. Just shrug and use that panacea of words in these special times. And then this was also sent to my friend this morning and sent some other racist thing. You know... We get a lot of people saying, oh, I'm not a virus, hashtag, I'm not a virus, or whatever. But in China, they're shouting at people, you dirty foreigner, you take your disease back to your country. Let me make
1: a comparison. Yeah. When that happened in New York City, shouting like, you dirty Chinese virus, or whatever, and throwing water, and a couple people got punched, and all that kind of stuff.
0: We knew about it.
1: Yes. Immediately. Yeah. But the thing is, we've just shown you a tiny scratch, a pinpoint prick of what's happening in China right now and it is not covered at all. No. So guess what, when that bad stuff happens that we find, it really makes it makes us feel disturbed when we see yeah. that kind of stuff happening in New York City, San Francisco, whatever. Sure. But when we see that kind of stuff happen, it's rep- people are reprimanded immediately sure. and the, they are pretty much ostracized by everyone. Correct. Whereas this is the polar opposite. That's why you can't make that dis- you can't make that a comparison. Yeah. No one is
0: is condemning
1: this. No, no one is condemning
0: this within mainland China. Here's the thing also that people don't seem to realize is that if you are an Asian American or an Asian Australian or an Asian anything, right, and you're in the West and somebody racially abuses you or you feel uncomfortable, you can go to the police. You can call 911 you can, or 110 whatever the hell it is. You can call you can, people can, around you. You know. can ask people to help you and people will help you. Not only that, but the perpetrator will be apprehended and you have actual legal Recourse. Recourse. You can take them to court. You can sue them. They can get arrested. They can go to jail, etc., etc. But in China, what the foreigners that are still there are realizing is they... Because a lot of foreigners, when they go to China, they still kind of have that feeling in the back of their mind Mm. that it's like back home. Yeah. If they get racially abused, they can just call the cops and it'll be sorted out. No. These people are calling the cops and the police are just saying, eh, what are you going to do? They have no recourse. And this is the, the huge difference here is that people can racially abuse you And to their heart's content and call you a filthy, disgusting, disease-carrying foreigner. And there's nothing can be done about it. You can't complain to them and say, that guy is racially abusing me. Because they're just going to say, eh, whatever. He's probably right. You know? That's the thing. There's no backup. There's no legal recourse. And you're left out to dry. And it's a terrible feeling. And it's something we've both experienced in China. Absolutely. You get
1: motorcycles stolen. You go to the cops. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't give a shit.
0: And you can tell that they just they like, don't eh, care. Yeah. It's just a foreigner. Yeah, it's just a foreigner. It's whatever. Why'd you come here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't cause too much of a stink or we'll just make you go away anyway. Yeah. You know? So it's it's unfortunate. This one is a little bit older. Um it says
1: I'm not a virus, my fellow Chinese friends. I supported you two months ago with your campaign against racism, but I see it now on some of you. Thursday, March nineteenth. Uh ten minutes sat in the subway of six and six people around me stand up and sat down in other places far away from me. Now whatever People standing up moving away, it hurts. It yeah. sucks. But I see where he's coming from because this guy was a very, very pro China dude. Yeah. Right. He didn't leave. Nope. And he supported the campaigns against fighting. These
0: that, are the which guys These are the guys going on Twitter and like expressing massive amounts of outrage at anyone who's like saying it's the China virus or whatever. You know, which these is are the whatever. Guys, that's your opinion. Yeah. And then when it happens to them, they, they're they're gutted. Right. What, I mean, because now they're like, hang on a second, this happens to me, but there's no one like right. myself. Do you know why there. they're
1: gutted and why people like us are gutted? Mm-hmm. Because we stick up for the Chinese people and stuff. Absolutely. Yet we get attacked all the time. And if that same thing happens to them, they immediately get riled up, especially these like really nationalists, they get riled up and they say, this is not fair to us. Right. They go crazy yeah. and militant and stuff. Yeah. We feel gutted because we stick up for Chinese people. Then we get attacked. And then we get labeled as well, and we still stick up for them yeah. because we're good
0: people. Absolutely. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I think before we move on to our uh, next segment, I think it's time that we. Um, sorry, let me get that back to here. Spoiler- we're going to. Sorry, spoiler alert. spoiler alert. You know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be uh, answering some super chats. Yes. So let's, let's get into that. Now. Cool. Uh,
1: uh, thank you, Santi. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Yav. Thank you for the amazing job. When can we expect Vivian Sasha on the podcast? Maybe we'll pop in one day. Yeah,
0: we'll get them on here eventually. We just we try to keep them out of the spotlight because unfortunately our critics are so savage that they will attack your family um, and go the lowest of the low. And so yeah. you know, rather not involve them. We can handle it. But you know, they may be our wives, but it's not like they're there giving us material and what to do. That's not their job. No. They're not a part of this. We we do no. this you know independently.
1: Uh, Wade Rudder, thank you. Yuezini, mm-hmm. temper extend OPT unemployment grace period 180 days for international students. Make it fair to everyone.
0: Okay, sure. What is OPT? Uh, sure. Overtime, pretend, temporary. No. Uh, yeah. Sounds sounds
1: like a good idea, though. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson, this goes in the silver bullets fund when off diet. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay idea that we drink Coors. I love Coors. You're lying. You never drink it. We barely drink it.
0: Well, I mean, when I get the opportunity to choose between like the the domestic beers that are just like normal, I'll drink Coors. Okay, fair enough. It's good, So uh, billets.
1: I still appreciate, super appreciate you guys from the very beginning of this. I hope there's a day when we can watch your regular adventures in the super far off. We agree. Yes, uh, in fact,
0: nuts. ADV China on Monday, you'll see another one of our, mm, you know, usual motorcycle. And, and this week, Monday, we did it as well. Yes. We had a Taiwan video. I hope you enjoyed we it.
1: Did. yeah. Satchmo Dog social media posts show Winnie's PR campaign has worked on a lot of Americans. Yeah. Uh, even comments to Reason magazine claim Chinese response to the Wuhan flu is superior to ours. Keep shedding light, boys. Yeah. And that's and that's the scary thing, and that's yeah. what makes our job so difficult. Yes. It's
0: it's worked. It's it works so well because China knows how to play the victim, and they know how to twist people's minds. They know how to take advantage of the current situation yeah. in the West, and. Trust me on this. They don't have it under control, okay? No. And even if there's a massive outbreak, they're not going to let people know about no. it unless they just simply cannot hold it Why do you think down. the journalists
1: got kicked out? Yeah, exactly. Why do you think they're being so brutal, the foreigners right now? Exactly. Uh, it's, um,
0: yes. It's Thank not it. the safe haven that people think it is. You're um, deluded if you think th- that. The problem about that is, is that um, the people that are falling for this and who like in going back to China thinking, this is the safest place. I want to be in China. You're actually letting your guard down mm. and potentially exposing yourself to a bad situation. If quarantine is quarantine no matter where you are. Don't yeah. make that trip. Yeah. Right? First of all, that's going to probably infect you anyway yeah. being on a plane with a bunch of other Come people. On. But we're seeing massive numbers. America's overtaken China, you know, as, as the number one, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We sure did. woo But the fact that people see these numbers and it scares them is what's keeping them indoors. It's what keep, what's keeping people from doing stupid things. It's now forcing people to understand that they... The massive amount of responsibility each and every one of us have.
1: So the Chinese government's claiming that uh, I think people want to hear this. Chinese government is claiming that there's no cases in China, which we we know is not true. No. But it's, you know, it's funny about that is that it made everyone go out and feel like everything was a okay. And guess what? They still promoted this idea that there's no new cases, Yeah, everything's on lockdown again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, just been on lockdown again in uh, Hebei, right? Yep. And, Hebei, uh, they set, shut down a 600,000-person uh, you know person city. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and a bunch of... They, they opened up uh, movie theaters and all this shopping malls. They're all, they're all down shut again.
0: down again. Why would they shut it down if there were no new cases? Of course there are new cases. It's nonsense. And then they blame all the new cases on dirty foreigners come bringing them in. That's why they've blocked entry to any foreigner. Yeah. So... They kind of threw away their wildcard excuse. Yeah, though. the problem is, though, that if we get further outbreaks now, they won't be able to blame foreigners no. anymore. At least, let's say, 14 days after the 28th. They're going to have to do some... Because they've done already done crazy mental gymnastics up until
1: this point. Yeah. Based on origins and numbers and all this sure, kind of stuff. Sure. Let's see what their next thing is. It's going to be interesting. Absolutely. Uh, Big Tech says, I got your stimulus check right here. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Mustang, 6975. It is, of course... Uh, be responsible, but I don't think there should be an international shutdown of the global economy. If you look at it numerically, it's much less threatening than the flu. It's um,
0: not true. You see, this is no. this is this is a stupid thing that's been going. I appreciate
1: around. the super chat, though.
0: the The way that the flu is reported, they use statistical numbers. Um, it's also if someone dies due to complications of the flu, you get this. So you get this massive number, and everyone's like, it's so deadly. But it's reported differently and it's dealt with differently to this particular disease. You know, this is a much more deadly disease. It actually much. Ends, up, ends up killing a much higher percentage of people that are infected. But worse, it actually chokes the hospital system because right. when people get affected by this, it's pneumonia. Yeah. Your lungs you fill with fluid. You need respirators. You, you need to be in a hospital bed with medical staff looking after you. Not like the flu. Most people just, you know, eat chicken soup and sit at home and watch Netflix until they get better and if it gets really bad that's when they go to the hospital but it's a very small percentage where it gets really bad that they go to the hospital in comparison to it's this like 0.2% or something yeah this is it's a different worse. thing okay it's like saying yes um i don't know this this mosquito is bothering me but it's not as bad as a malaria mosquito it's a different thing Okay, if you get bitten enough by a normal mosquito, you can probably get an allergic reaction and die. But if you have a malaria mosquito by you, you got malaria. It's a completely different story. Stupid analogy, but whatever. No, no, I understand what you're saying. But if you want to
1: play this numbers game, this numerical thing, I mean, that's wrong, period. If you look at numbers, it's very clearly more deadly. The problem is, when you get over the flu, you get over the flu. Yeah. Maybe get it next year, whatever, right? When you get coronavirus, even if you're young and healthy, a lot of people end up with permanent lung damage. Yeah permanent lung damage so do you think that's fun is that fun that you're permanently handicapped for the rest of your life
0: it's it's not just that it's just there's a lot of misunderstanding surrounding first of all the r naught is much mm. higher it's much easier to infect a lot of people than with the flu we have a vaccine for the flu it's also something that we're familiar with right. the devil you know right we actually know how to deal with the flu and we have for like hundreds of years it's something that's part of humanity this is Correct. something new it's Different. We still don't even know the extent of the side effects and, and things like that for this, so it's we cannot say the flu is worse. No. That's already been debunked. That's very old news. Yeah. Uh, Carport Carl, thank you. Itchy. But candy. thank you anyway. Yeah. For thank your, you anyway. Yeah. Loved your
1: work for years. I uh, can't wait for the sick to be done and can't wait to see see you making Conquering American documentaries. Us Do you, too.
0: Thank you. Jeez. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Rivhan, is there any good Chinese language media that I can share with my Chinese relatives in Australia?
0: Uh, look for anything coming out of Taiwan. Uh, it's usually very biased and it's not incredibly balanced, but at least you can get the truth that's not just the CCP's narrative, you know?
1: Look up a movie called Farewell. I watched it. Uh, it was in mainland China. It was quite good.
0: Mainland Chinese movie? Yeah. Okay.
1: It was actually American. Okay. But, I mean, it took place in China. Oh, okay. China. okay. Uh, David Rossiter, do you think countries will ask for reparations from the CCP later? I absolutely think so, for sure. I hope
0: so. I yeah. think it's, it's absolutely necessary because, let's be honest, if it was just an honest mistake, oh, you know what, this disease rose here, sorry, you know, like we tried our best to fight it and, um, you know, it got out of control and it spread around the world. That's a little different to, let's... Make sure nobody knows about this for two months or three months. Let's arrest doctors who try to talk about it. Let's destroy samples that prove that it's a real thing. They
1: And then let's blame you. They're responsible. (laughs) Then let's blame you.
0: This nonsense that people think that it's just oh it's just another thing. No, they are responsible for it. For it escaping and getting so because if they took care of it and took responsibility in the beginning, it would be completely different. And because
1: the Western world and other countries Took official numbers to heart, yeah. And the WHO, who is Satan, by the way. Oh, they're
0: they're complicit in this hundred percent.
1: There's going to be so much stuff coming out about that for yeah, sure. Yeah. Because the West and other countries used that as the kind of severity uh, barometer. Yeah. You know, to make their future decisions, and then realize how bad it actually was when it hit their shores. Yeah. Now we're dealing with that. So you don't get to you don't get to claim that you
0: claim victory over this, and you're the hero of this. It's- you, you killed people. I'm going to do an analogy thing here again. I mean, if you've got your doctor and you trust your doctor, and this is the WHO here. Okay. And, okay. And you you feel like a, a little bit of a lump. You go to your doctor and you're like, look, I got this lump. It's making me very uncomfortable. The doctor says, don't worry about it. It's nothing to worry about. You know, just everything's fine. Right. And you just ignore it and you keep ignoring it and it grows and it grows. And eventually it becomes this massive tumor. And you finally go to the doctor and he's like, Oh yeah, no, that's that's actually like stage ten cancer. You're gonna die, um, and you know what? You shouldn't have left it for so long. That's what the WHO's that's, that's, done. That's what it is. You know, that's everyone, good. everyone listened to the WHO and their bullshit pandering to the CCP and believed that this wasn't serious. Right. And they bought into this whole oh we can't be racist. We can't close borders. We can't call it a Chinese virus. It's blah, blah, blah. Right.
1: It's and not they, a pandemic. No. It's not human transmissible. Oh,
0: and they're like, no, we got to carry on doing trade and travel. and we Don't shouldn't do
1: this to China. Yeah. They're yeah. the victims. They're dealing with this. And they
0: deal with it better than anyone else. And now, can you see the statements that are coming out of the, the WHO? They're like, you know, you're taking too long to respond. The West didn't respond in a timely manner. Look at how you your fumbled fault.
1: this. Yeah. You know? It's
0: like, come on. You know, we have to see it for what it is. And if you can't see it for what it is, you... you You've got something wrong with your thought yeah. process,
1: you know. That's why the comment that said like a lot of people are that are buying into this.
0: Are you stupid?
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't want to actually think that. Yeah. But it's offensive that this really low level propaganda is working. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Let's see what's um, next, Beverly Weber. I was wa- I watched this mass hoarding right in front of me at my pharmacy in Thailand. I was stunned. The pharmacist saved one for me. Thank God. Yeah. The a lot of Chinese uh, Daigo people went to went Thailand. to Thailand, of course. Uh, yeah. it's visa free as well mm-hmm. so. uh, Mustang again thank you uh, do you guys seeing this end in the next 30 days I lived in China for 2011 and it's sad to see the communism taking hold yeah it sucks um, I don't know we're not I doctors don't,
0: I, I don't think so but I mean if we want to be realistic about it we can look at how long it took um, to peak in China so first they kind of let it run rampant in Wuhan without knowing letting anyone know for two months It's it was spreading we still don't know how many infections happened during those two months how many deaths etc but a lot then when they finally started to record numbers, it still took until now. And now they're claiming victory. I and mean, now they're not testing anymore. or yeah. claim, You know what I mean? You can't and look it's, at that as And an it's example. still going on, the fact that they just you know, locked, locked down another Probably city. Probably look at
1: Italy as the closest example. You know, yeah. Look at the timeline. There. It ta-
0: it's going to take months. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking at least three to six months before it kind of peaks. It's one of sure. those things. I don't want to make that prediction. Yeah, I'm, that's just my own little, like, whatever you right. want to call it? armchair prediction. Right. Don't take it to heart, please. Uh-huh. But from what we're seeing... Like Seamilk said, look at places like Italy um, and, South Korea. and South Korea.
1: They had a quick, very quick potent outbreak, and then it started to decline. Look
0: at yeah. that. Yeah. You'll probably get an idea. And if you want to see, again, the model for how to do this, look at Taiwan. They 100%. really, really, because they didn't buy into all this nope. crap because they know China too well. You also, know? they're not allowed
1: into the WHO, so they yeah. didn't have to follow the rules. They didn't have
0: to follow the WHO's bullshit. And look at them. they got like 300 cases. 300. And they're In tightly packed. packed, they are place. so tightly packed there. Tighter than China. Yeah, people are bumping elbows everywhere they go, and they don't have a big infection rate. Look mm. at Taiwan. It's too late to look at Taiwan. Well, I mean, if you want to know how to deal with this, you should look at Taiwan. Right, and stay, stay, home.
1: stay, yeah, home. stay home. Yeah, stay uh, home. Lee Ung, light beer money, thank you. Thanks. Uh, Awex Twin, is mm-hmm. that like an Apex Twin? Uh, what's it called? Reference? I love Aphexman. Been mm-hmm. a fan forever. Thank you all for that that you've done. Thank you. Pleasure. Wade Rudder. Very, very generous. Thank really you. appreciate that. Because this is definitely demonetized. Yeah. Uh,
0: all of our videos on this channel have been demonetized. Yes, yeah, this
1: is just kind of like yeah. the yellow channel. This is yeah. yellow demonetization icons everywhere. Yeah. Lazaro. Um, when you guys travel again, go to Cuba.
0: Yeah, why sure. not? Should be fun.
1: Jill Sandwich. Keep up the good work. Q to C Milk RE latest video. Oh, question. Have any authorities asked you to help them translate our research? You are very valuable, both of you. Not yet, but I've had a lot of people on podcasts and stuff that want to talk to me about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if it pans out. Yeah. We have you, our own podcasts. Yeah, podcast. yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, probably be on
0: a couple of podcasts we'll, in, yeah. in, the, in the near future. You might see us cropping up on a few other channels you might not expect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very soon, eh? Yeah. Uh, RallyCSX. CSX, thank you.
1: Health Heath Runyon, good reporting on your video. Sea milk, money for beer. Thank you. Keep up the investigative reports about the back coronavirus original in Wuhan. Thank you for really spelling yeah. that out. Yeah. Drive it home. Oh, boy. I hate when this does this. I apologize. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You That's guys are great.
0: You know what we should there do? We Let's move on. Let's have an extended QA session sure. at the end because I don't want us to lose track of what we're you. doing here. Let's do it. Okay, so the next thing we do, of course, everyone knows, is Guanxi Corner, where we talk about relationships in China. You know, it can be romantic, it can be business, uh, anything like that. Guanxi, of course, means connections and relationships in Chinese.
1: Uh, This is from a patron. Mm I'm not going to say his name or anything, because he didn't get back to me, but I'm going to read his question. Um, He's got a Chinese wife. He obviously sees eye to eye with more like the Western idea of freedom and democracy. Sure. His wife is definitely more on the CCP leaning side. So his question is, um, when they don't agree with your facts or like when you're presenting logical facts to them, um, how do you talk to them or respond to them without hurting their feelings?
0: Well, uh, we actually discussed this the other day. We did. When, when a Chinese national goes to live overseas, Mm -hmm. Um, and gets out of the the sort of china bubble um, it 's very difficult for them to trust anything foreigners say sure, uh, especially they will see any kind of criticism as China and as, as an attack on themselves mm. and that 's the conditioning of the education there and society
1: yeah
0: it 's like Woman guo. it 's like those like foreigners and chinese and chinese China has china 's interest at heart, and foreigners they don 't understand China mm. and uh, you know if they try to criticize china it 's because they want to keep us down and stuff. So when you as a foreigner, even if it's your wife, try to criticize something or say something bad about China, their instinct will be to be defensive. doesn't matter how much you love them, mm. how much they love you. They are still going to. It doesn't even you know, matter
1: how much they believe that. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a knee jerk reaction. Right. The only way for you to break this down is. Get a Chinese person to speak to them about this or show them Chinese documentaries you know, if you want to talk about Tiananmen Square or something, find a documentary that has Chinese people, like survivors of the Tiananmen yeah, you know Square.
1: you know who's covered all the stuff that you're probably talking about better than anyone
0: Our Chinese, the Chinese people, people themselves. Because that breaks down a certain barrier. Then it's yeah. not something like Tom like, and it's like yeah. they've, been, they've been taught to only trust Chinese people. And so when a Chinese person is saying it, it's so much easier for them to actually open their mind and start to think about these things. This is from experience, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. With a lot of my Chinese friends, you cannot as a foreigner just go in there no. and start to challenge no. ideas. You have to let other Chinese people do it. So maybe you know some other Chinese people, mm-hmm. some, some friends of yours. Some locals or, or that some grew locals, yeah, who, where I mean, you are. Yeah, who can just, you know, speak a little bit of sense to some of these things. And that's the only way you're really going to be able to do it.
1: I, I agree with that. Yeah, we had spoken about that previously. Yeah. We get that question a lot. Yeah, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, Let's just move on to our worldview, and then we'll, and then we'll, we'll do a long Q and A. Okay, so worldview, as you know, we talk about everything in the world, uh, specifically to do with China. And I think everyone by now has seen the following little things. We'll Let's play just it anyway. play it anyway for you to see very quickly.
2: Um, Would the WHO consider Taiwan's membership? Hello, would it, would the ta- I,
1: can't hear you. I couldn't hear your question.
3: Okay, before.
2: yeah, let me, let, let, me, let me repeat the question. No, that,
1: so, hey, let, let's move to another one then.
2: Right, because, because I'm, I'm actually curious on talking about Taiwan as well, on Taiwan's case. We decided to give Dr. Alward another call to follow up. And I just want to see if you can comment a bit on how Taiwan has done so far in terms of containing the virus.
0: Well, we've already talked about China, and um, you know when you look across all the different areas of uh, of China, they've actually all done quite a good job. So with that, I'd like to thank you very much for inviting us to participate, and uh, and good luck as you go forward with the battle in Hong Kong.
1: My friends. Is that not the slimiest impotent cretin you've ever seen in your life? Well,
0: that's just absolute proof right there. Yeah, I mean, like, okay,
1: it's a blow by blow, right? This is not politically motivated because this is actually a Hong Kong journalist. Yes, right? it's
0: a Hong Kong journalist. Well, like, I mean, Hong Kong... No, but listen, but listen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Everyone is talking about why Taiwan was not allowed into the WHO. Some of the best virologists, best scientists, really good track record with pandemics and stuff like yeah. this. Transparent society, you're going to be able to trust the numbers that come out of there.
0: Absolutely. They got a fantastic healthcare. Uh, Public system. healthcare, spot on, right? They're Chinese too. I mean, yeah. ethnically yeah. Chinese, and they've got the same culture. This is how everything. China could have been. Yes, absolutely. Now
1: to break this down, when you when you even have the conversation, at least people are talking about it. Why wasn't Taiwan led and blah blah blah? And the WHO just won't talk about it, yeah. right? But finally, when they get them on the on the call, not only does he pretend like she didn't even ask the
0: question, or he couldn't hear the question. But then acknowledges that he did hear the question. Because he's like, that's okay, let's just, yeah, how about the next? The fact that he's like, oh, I didn't hear your question. She's like, Can I, well, I'd like to ask you again. He's like, no, that's okay, let's move on to the next question. And then question. he hung up. Yeah, when she asked again, hung up.
1: So she calls him back. Yeah. And then goes on to say, not only did he acknowledge the question, he heard the question, Yeah, obviously right? he heard it. Then said, oh, China's dealing with it by labeling Taiwan a part of mainland he said, China. Yeah, he
0: said China and what different areas of China. So... Which is absolute bullshit because the way that Taiwan has dealt with this compared to the way China has dealt with it it's a is joke. chalk and cheese. It's in- insane. You can't even make the comparison. Yeah. The CCP
1: bungled the entire thing. Yeah. Now this is just utter proof yeah. that the WHO is
0: controlled by the CCP. If they're not even allowed to mention the nope. word Taiwan, that's one of your that's one of your little clues over there. So they have a rule book, yeah. And they are
1: dictating what all the tweets are about. How China is doing so good. It's just. It's just one member of the WHO guys,
0: yeah. right? Why do they get this massive spotlight all the time? Yeah, it's, it's, it's despicable. You know, if it was a responsible organization, they would say something along the lines of, oh, we would, we, we would prefer it's not to discuss issue. that. Yeah. It's a sensitive issue. Or, you know, at least acknowledge it and say, you know, Taiwan's been doing very good when it comes to dealing with the coronavirus. Not hang up the call, pretend they didn't hear the question, and then call Taiwan China.
1: I said this previously with another person. Yeah. But in my opinion, this call would have been better if he said, no, China doesn't allow us to talk about that. That would have been literally more moral than what yeah. just happened. Exactly. You know?
0: Ooh, anyway. Doesn't that just make your blood boil? It's
1: insane. We've let a communist authoritarian dictatorship control a massive world organization. They control
0: the UN, they I know. control the, it's the WHO. Insane. And because of that, the rest of the world is now suffering.
1: Yeah, big time. People but we, are dying. But we're supposed to applaud the CCP, Xi Jinping. Dang. You did a great job. We love you. Mm. That's what we're supposed to do.
0: Well, anyway, let's uh, let's hit our big Q and A yes. section because we've got a lot of questions to answer here. And We're going to go through all of the super chats and uh, be as thorough as we can. So
1: extreme freedom. Thank you, Abner. Stay awesome. Thank you, you too, uh, Paul Sparkman. I was wondering how well, you guys will think the coronavirus will affect travel in the coming years if you think it will be on
0: the scale of september 11th i mean it will be in the back of people's minds that's for sure well, dude i'm pretty sure you know after sars it changed ev- the entire dynamic between going going between hong kong and china yeah they didn't have those temperature mm-hmm. scanners now before sars now they do they didn't have medical staff at each border crossing right scanning temperature people that are slightly higher mm. and stuff that happened after SARS, and it became permanent. Yeah, Right. that's true. So, of course, this is going to change things. I think now when you go into the airport, the TSA is not only going to pat you down, but they're going to check your temperature too. Sure. I think it's going to be permanent, yeah. Uh, Paul Sparkman,
1: I'm oh, um, sorry. I just read that. Extreme Freedom again. Thank you. Can you talk about that, guys? Why mm-hmm. don't you guys work with YN India, Sky News Australia? I mean, okay, here's the deal. I'm just going to make a blanket statement here. Whenever people make it, and I appreciate it, yeah. whenever make people make suggestions that, oh, why don't you... Uh, go on, Joe Rogan. Why don't you go talk on Fox News and CNN and BBC? It doesn't work like that, guys. No, it doesn't work like that. Guys. It's not you can't like just, you just go just, on. It's like,
0: hey, um, hey, uh, let's hey, go knock up? on the door. We'd like to talk on your show. You know, mm. they have to approach you. Yeah. So if we get approached, we will. Yes. We're very open. You know, that's the thing. We're not. We don't really care about what side of the spectrum anyone's on. No. We'll we go on we, want, we will go on anyone's podcast, anyone's TV show, anything. As long as we're allowed to express yeah. ourselves. As long as we can help spread information and cut through disinformation mm. and help people at the end of the day. That's our entire goal here. Uh-huh. So you'll probably see us popping up all over the place if it, if people allow it.
1: If they allow it. If yeah. they want to have some lowly YouTubers. Sure. SKE. Wow. Thank you.
0: That's very generous. Jeez. Thank you.
1: Uh, I've tried discussing with Americans' racism in China plus CCP's use of race to quash criticism most people perceive me as supporting Trump or not being aware of or sympathetic to racism in America. Any suggestion on am approaching these topics with people who are not informed on China slash CCP. And that's the biggest barrier to this whole thing. Yeah. Is immediately, if you criticize the communist government of China, the average person that you're talking to doesn't even understand what that means. Yeah. Right? So they're also... Either they've been brainwashed by the CCP into thinking China is the CCP and all Chinese people are represented by them, or they just don't even know. So if you criticize another country's government, they go, well, you can criticize your own government. You can criticize our government, America. You can't do that to another country. That mentality block goes up and immediately the whole race card thing This is
0: what the CCP is taking advantage of, is that they know that this whole thing... Nobody in the West wants to be called a racist. Mm. And it's gotten to a point where people are so afraid of that word racism that they won't open their mouth about anything. Right. You know, other than themselves because they know that you can be self-deprecate you can self-deprecate or yeah. you can talk about like somebody who's the same as you. You talk about anyone else, the possibility of you being labeled a racist is massive and you could lose your job, you can be stigmatized. Like I said, the west does not tolerate racism, no. but unfortunately, they do tolerate racism when it comes from China. Right. You notice that? Right. So they're alo- it's allowed. That's
1: okay. Yeah. You know? So my advice, mm. if you're talking to people that don't understand this or they immediately put up that wall, yeah. you're not, it doesn't matter if you're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter or whatever. That has nothing to do with it. What yeah. you explain to them is give them some intricacies about the fact that the people in China are the victims of their own government yes. and humanize the whole situation so that they break down that barrier and all of a sudden, they're, you're talking about a whole country of vulnerable people that get abused by an authoritarian dictator.
0: Get right? used as tools. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Again, China is not Chinese people. Chinese government is not Chinese people. No. It's a different thing. Why do you think we're so passionate about it? We're talking about human beings over there. Absolutely. That are stifled. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yep.
1: Anyway. Thank you very much. That was very yeah. generous. Uh, generic username. I wish you the best of luck during this pandemic.
0: Thank you very much. And yes, finally, we can call it a pandemic because the WHO pulled its finger out of its ass and finally said, okay, you're We've allowed to call this it a pandemic. We've been saying this for months now, guys. Yeah.
1: And we're not even experts. Don't be stupid. Just, yeah. If you see the WHO, just turn it off, yeah. honestly. Listen to your local, like, uh, what's it called? Like your local CDC, disease, CDC or, yeah. disease prevention, NHS, that kind of stuff.
0: WHO is a toothless piece of shit organization yeah. who purposefully misled the world into this disaster. Correct. Because they are being paid.
1: Right. Absolutely listen to your health professionals, though. Yeah. Just not that one.
0: Not that stupid shit organization.
1: Uh, Lucas Peterson, I went to school in Chengdu and I have a girlfriend there. Her family and her, her even her dad, a doctor believes C C P CCP's propaganda about the US and the virus. What do you guys think? We, we're dealing with the same thing right now. It's hard not to even laugh at that.
0: Yeah, but you know it's heartbreaking when you've that got hurts. long-term yeah. friends in China sending, sending you, you messages
1: Like, why did you... Dude, remember yeah. that one I got yeah. the other day? Yeah. Our it's really like, good buddy. Yeah. He's like, oh, so, like here's
0: proof that it came from Americans. Right. And I'm like, bullshit no, article.
1: come on. You know, he yeah. at least he said, like, are you doing okay? I heard it's really bad. I'm like, yeah, we're fine. Uh, how are you doing over there? I just wanted some information. Yeah. And then immediately it's like this, all this shit. Oh, it came from this. Oh, blah blah, blah. and he sent angry faces and he's all mad. So dude, I
0: didn't yeah. do
1: this shit to you. We nope. ride bikes together. You're my yeah. bro. Shut yeah, up. exactly. Shut the hell up. Uh Lexer Gaming. Hi from Sweden. Almost all masks are sold out here.
0: Yep. Well yeah, they're all snatched up and sent off and the thing is, it wasn't for humanitarian reasons. Oh, I forgot that article. Which one? The one in Finland. What so about China's it? So
1: China's giving aid to Finland. Oh, yes. But they're reselling the masks that were bought from there. And reselling back to Finland ten times the price. Of course. And a lot of this aid that you keep saying, oh, this big PR campaigns, these hazmat guys coming on with the Chinese flag and the you know, Chinese airplane. We brought, like, bazillions of dollars aid. Most of the times, the countries that are getting the
0: aid, the aid,
1: they're paying, paying for they're it.
0: They're paying for it. It's not like There's a no gift. Free, it's no. not a freebie. And also, a lot of those items that are being given are the ones that were taken away from your country in the first place. That's correct. You know and I mean? Come on. Tons and tons and tons. Millions and millions of masks and whatever else were fleeced from the stores everywhere. Don't forget, this stuff is majority is made in China. They have it there. It's made. It's produced there, right? So why is it that they couldn't produce more for themselves there rather than go to the rest of the world and clear out all the shelves? Correct. You know?
1: Correct. Uh, Hi from France, Mm. Um, big fan of both of you guys, thank you. O'Connell, what do you guys think of Western news showing stories of China? Well, we just answered that, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Alexis Solaris, do you have a combined Patreon for ADV content? We do not.
0: No, uh, we i mean, we kind of have Worthless Whips, but it's—it's yeah. it's not the same. So we
1: have our—I have my own Lousy Six Serpents a day, and then we have Worthless Whips as our car channel. If yeah. you wanted to actually—if you yeah. wanted to do a combined thing—you should probably donate to Worthless Whips, I guess.
0: Either that, or you can just do a, a PayPal.me. Yeah, but if, they, if they want the content, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's mainly car content over there.
1: Yeah, if you go to our channels and maybe split up what you wanted to give, <laughs> yeah, then you'll see the
0: fifty cents for him, fifty cents there for you me. Go. There you go. yeah,
1: Midtown Mike. Uh, how can the Chinese netizens easily find and dock someone who makes China lose face, but they can't find Batwoman and doctor and see most <laughs> It's very true. Now, to clarify that mid like, yeah, like, uh, Batwoman is not missing. No, she's... Her Huang Yanling yeah. is, her cohort, or is her co-worker, I almost a cohort. Yeah. Her co-worker is missing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, isn't that interesting? It's yeah. so easy to find information over here, but when there's a massive cover-up in China, you ain't find the shit. No, you won't. No. Uh, Tom Clements thank you for your dedication to the truth keep up the good work best wishes from Essex, UK. thank absolute you absolute pleasure mate mm. Ramiro Canales you guys are awesome no you are awesome thank you uh, Christina Youngren always nice to see you uh, you guys do excellent work I look forward to when you can do some more travel fun travel and car videos again thank mm. you for paying attention to that stuff too yeah
0: thank you very much I believe she
1: was the one that said that I think it was you, Christina, that said like when we came out with Worthless Web, she wasn't initially going
0: to be interested, but she actually loved it. So that's cool. We actually have a, a new episode coming out on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. so yeah, I've been. Mean, it's so a new so, car. Yeah, it's a new car. It's so tough to actually focus on um, on doing that when oh, we've got yeah. all this going on. So we apologize that our usual schedule has been kind of mixed up, but we're trying our best. We're working as hard as we can to kind of keep keep things going and of course we all understand it's it's a lot of doom and gloom right now so mm. we're trying to inject a little bit of something else and stuff though yeah. it's
1: tough yeah. um red atlas thank you john real thank you wow gringo poppy 500 bucks that's insane thank you very much you're gonna float us now I appreciate it uh, thank you very much thank are, you seriously do you hear about any companies defaulting yet in china if so what in- industries um i've heard inklings inklings yeah. from people that had companies there but Weirdly enough, they had already pulled out, right? Mm -hmm. Like huge. I'm talking like heavy industry. I have a friend from Canada. He does timber, right? Mm -hmm. Huge. He's like covers this huge part of Dongbei, the forestry region. Yeah, very wealthy man, Mm -hmm. right? He had pulled out well before coronavirus just because of the way that the companies were being treated in China anyway. So he splintered out across different areas anyway already.
0: Lucky he got out in time.
1: Right. But I mean, of course, he's going to know before most people. I
0: think he might be talking about Chinese companies. And I've got a lot of of my friends who run small businesses. And the small businesses have suffered a lot. Because if you're a state-owned enterprise, you've got nothing to worry about, right? If you're Mm -hmm. a big thing. I mean, of course, you do in the long term. But the small businesses, the kind of mom-and-pop shops, the things that kind of run their own thing, they still have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. They're not getting any um, compensation for that. So they pay rent for whatever shop they're running if you've got a brick-and-mortar business, but they're not allowed to have customers, right. things like that. They can't produce things right now. Factories are closed. Well, at least they were until recently. And so a lot of people went out of business, small businesses. And you have to understand, there's this massive amount of sort of migratory thing going on in China, like in Shenzhen, where I, where I used to live. People come from their hometown which is usually out in the you know in the farms and they will come and they will do a certain kind of a job they'll go work in a restaurant they'll be a waiter they'll be a taxi driver they'll be a you know they'll have a small kind of a job and they save a whole ton of money um at least for them it's a lot of money and they go back to the rural countryside and they can live off of a year's worth of saving they can live for about five to ten years out there because it's so cheap out in the, the rural countryside but so they come to the big cities they they're all there, they're stuck there, they're doing their job, they have their little business, their little shop or whatever, and then all of a sudden this hits. They can't make their money and they have to go back empty-handed, basically, Mm. to their hometown and go live on on a pittance, you Mm. know? I have another
1: really good example that just broke. This might be related to Gringo Poppy's question. Do you know what company just got destroyed in China? The stock, their stock, and this is a big company, just dropped 80% luck in coffee.
0: Oh, Luckin Coffee. Luckin
1: Coffee is by far and away the biggest coffee chain in China. Yeah, it's, it's one amazing. of the antlers. And, and it's a copy, yeah. direct copy of Starbucks. Yeah. And it was made to basically be like, screw you, foreign company. We yeah, can make yeah. our own. Yeah. Do you know why their stock crashed 80%? Why? Because they have, for the longest time, completely been lying about their customer base to inflate their, their numbers and say, we're the biggest company, all this kind of stuff. And finally, it's when push comes to shove, the money's not there anymore.
0: Right. that makes sense because I always when they first came out mm. I tried I tried them a couple of times but they're always empty yeah but they're mm. everywhere mm. Right? yeah the little blue anchor yeah. kind of thing but they're the biggest yeah nope but Starbucks is always packed though
1: yeah so it turned out to be a lie just like the movie tickets just like the GDP GDP just
0: like the coronavirus numbers numbers
1: if, if you make every single comp- when you can't find one transparent number in China you gotta realize that everything's a lie yeah I'm sorry to say yeah so, but thank you very much for that. That's
0: and by the way, it's not, we're not just saying that to be facetious. It's demonstrably no, true. It's, it's true. The GDP admitted by even like tons of different little counties and stuff, they admit that they've been misreporting it by up to like 28% or whatever. And this is something you can find from the Chinese news. So this is not us just being facetious. Mm-mm. These numbers are false. Mm. Okay, anyway. Um, Next, sorry, soon. JPN, thank you. By the, the way, nice thank, thank you. For
1: yes. Uh, Todd, uh, Joaquim a few months out a few months ago there was a news story from Seattle about chinese buying 70,000 plus masks to send them to Wuhan today the news story is about china coming to the rescue and sending masks to the us and the world and here we go yeah. this is what soft power is yeah it is yeah. screw you by the way we're going to help you now
0: so we can all be very um thankful of the thankful. ccp you know what's
1: funny is that this, the soft power has never even made it like a thing where we should congratulate the Chinese people. No, it's just the government. Now it's just, no, you need to thank the CCP. Yeah. The They're like so selfish at this point, they don't even want the people to take any credit for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like somebody stealing something from you and then giving, like, a steals a loaf of bread from you mm. and gives you a couple crumbs back, and you go, to say, Thank you, sir. Could I have yeah. some more? this is like so. economic
1: slavery or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Brown, a woman in LinkedIn said the virus didn't originate in China and that criticism towards China is racist. I called it out. Huge backlash towards me. So many people with Chinese names started viewing my profile. Wu oh, yes. yes. LinkedIn is chock full of Wumaos right now. Yeah. They've like infested it because they're looking for people that they could potentially uh, get jobs with, yeah. especially intellectual property stuff. Sure. And number two, it's also kind of a forum. For yeah. People, then there's good discussion and narratives they've injected, they've, they've
0: taken over Quora as well. Quora is done,
1: Quora is a wasteland of Wuhan. Reddit. Is starting to fall it's, to well, pretty to much go well. check that out censorship yeah. on Reddit right now. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's the way the world goes. You know, Chinese companies are buying up, um, you know, majority stakes or at least big stakes in some of these big companies, but not only that. You've got actual people that are employed by the Chinese government to go and do this, to sow this soft power, and yeah, to change I mean, people's minds. Right. So they go to all these different forums and these things that you normally use, and they go on there and they do all their dastardly deeds to try and change your mind. Don't yeah. change
1: your mind. Just be, be open-minded and stick to your guns.
0: And yeah, just be normal, rational. Right. You know, don't believe this crap. And no. please, for the for crying out loud, stop. Caring if someone calls you a racist. I've been called a racist my entire life. And the amount of freedom you get when you finally let go of that burden, that responsibility Mm. is incredible. Because when you deep down know that you're not a racist and people keep calling you a racist, if you let go of that responsibility Mm. and you realize that it's just a bunch of crap and it's just a, a coping mechanism for the other people that are calling you a racist... You don't get affected by it. Not only that, but he's talking about dealing, getting called racist by mouse. Yeah.
1: If you're getting affected by that, they win. Absolutely. They don't They. They don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Just be true to yourself. Follow yes. your moral compass, you know?
1: What's happening? Our good friends over at What's Happening, they have a, a oh, channel. Cool. Very interesting. Oh, stuff. they
0: actually changed that into the name now? Yeah. That's cool. That, cool? <laughs> uh, that was my uh, suggestion. I-, I remember that. Hi,
1: and hope you, <laughs> you and your families are doing well, and you too. Yeah, yeah Thank absolutely,
0: you. guys. Hope everything's
1: good. Mm-hmm. Case closed. Uh, question: Why are so many people who have been to China seem so oblivious to the current issues? Like, actually, like the CCP government. Also, will there be a fan meet up in the Orlando, Florida area?
0: Not anytime soon. <laughs> um, maybe when this is all over.
1: Yeah, maybe we can invite that uh, that chick. The, yeah, the mask, the mask, mask woman. Yeah, she lives in She's Florida. in Florida. Um, so why? Oh, so people have been to China. The problem is, if you go to China as a tourist or even have been there for a year, you
0: don't understand. I don't want to be one of those guys, but you don't understand. No. Just imagine, um, and a lot of Americans can't put this into perspective, but um, I got a friend who visited New York City, all right? And so he did. He came to America and he spent like, I don't know, five days in New York City. And it blew his mind. It's like, it's the most incredible country in the world. Look at all these tall buildings and all this beautiful stuff and amazing food, this and that. and he had such an incredible time that, you know, he could only ever praise America for being this one thing. But he only went to one city right. and he didn't really experience the whole thing. He didn't stay there long enough to get involved in the, the social things that are going on and the, 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 the positives and the negatives of society and all that. And it's the same when people visit China, especially if you go to Beijing, Shanghai, mm. Shenzhen, Guangzhou. These cities will blow you away. Look at these tall skys- skyscrapers. the technology. It's amazing. And you're only going to have a positive idea. And even if you stay for a semi-long time, a couple of months, you usually won't get the opportunity like we have to explore China and get out of those big cities and go to the farms and go to the rural areas. So You actually talk
1: to people. My yeah. thing is your friend speaks English. Yes. So he gets a little slice of America sure. by going to New York and he made a good comparison. Yeah. Imagine pair that with the fact you don't speak Chinese. What do yeah. you can
0: understand? That's also true. So if my friend couldn't could only speak Afrikaans and not English and he went to America and he couldn't speak to anyone there, except for a few people that could speak his language and who cater to helping people like him. Of course, you're going to have a very narrow view of what the place is like. Mm. And that's why people can't really understand what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, New York's a, it's a very impressive city,
1: by the way. I loved—I love going there. I it love was, it. Was, it was, yeah. Thank you, MSG. Thank you, uh, Nicholas Gao. Mm. Uh, Nicholas Newton. I went, wanted to work in China in the journalism and international relations field. However, I'm finding it increasingly hard to justify pursuing a future in China, do a master's in China, or abandon China. Why would you go be a journalist in China? right now wow it's but i understand if that was something you were traditionally pursuing it's got to be heartbreaking i mean
0: there's another thing here i think a lot of people realize that because china is so lacking in the journalism point that it's kind of like an untapped um field or it's an untapped Mm -hmm. thing to do so you you could go there and make a name for yourself and it's true um even now people of very little significance can rise all the way to the top in China because it's so untapped. But with it come incredible risks. You're going
1: to throw away all of your principles you've learned in like no, free press. I mean,
0: you're going to be depressed about that, but at the same time you put yourself at incredible risk. Yeah. Because if you do happen to put out the wrong kind of article to say the wrong thing, it can actually mean detention, deportation. Yeah. Um, you know, and what's the point? You've worked your whole life to go to a place that's going to deport you and not let you back. Right, exactly. So I would say no. I'd no. say maybe if you want to be a journalist, you can cover, you can cover... China from afar yes that's the only way you'll do it honestly anyway Yeah, and if you visit visit as a tourist and right. take a look around and then go back Keep and write stories ground. you know
1: loopy alchemist mm. uh, given your coverage of coronavirus do you think that you could ever safely return to mainland no, China not in the current political no. climate no way no, no. maybe I mean, if something changes we would
0: love happen. to see China change for the better mm-hmm. and if it does we'd absolutely return but right now it'd be just completely foolish no yeah
1: when there's political change we will be the first people back absolutely John, hmm. Joe, yeah, Johan Bernath. Uh, yeah. Everyone who uses the word racist to oppose the debate when facts not his or her side mocks every people fallen victim for real racism. Absolutely. This is something Slap that... Slap in the face to actual victims.
0: I get so angry about this because mm. I grew up surrounded by actual real racism that results in actual people being murdered and terribly brutalized and things. I've seen certain things with my own eyes that I would never wish on anyone else... And so when people bring out this casually throw around the the word racism, it actually it makes me angry. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't understand what they're talking about. They just happen to, like, go and study some bullshit college degree that taught them about, like, bad things that happened in the past. And they think they're an expert. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to live it and understand it before you can actually start using it.
1: Correct. Uh, Flank Cobra. Hey, guys, Mm -hmm. I started to notice that the CCP are starting to influence politicians and people in my country. That's in Europe. Yeah. Can I order professional translation of voiceover on your videos and share it to increase awareness to inform uh, what we're dealing with? I'd say yeah, okay, absolutely. absolutely. The Go more, ahead. The more Go the ahead
0: Yeah, we're not we're not greedy. No. You know, Miao Nian.
1: are Japanese, Korean, Southeast Asians being treated especially harshly in China, or are they being uh, treated slightly better than non-Asian foreigners? Uh, should give a Roman numeral to the coronavirus? How's COVID eleven? <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Xi Jinping. Um. Xi. Yeah. They are absolutely being discriminated against. The thing is, like, you know, my Korean friend said, it's much easier to blend in until he starts to speak. Yeah. But then he's treated exactly like every other foreigner. Sure. Well, get out of here, you foreigner. Yeah. Uh, da komo-i. Thank you. Miss Soy Sauce. Oh, by the way, my parents-in-law think Japan is, like, getting ravaged. Their media, state Thanks. media, is saying Japan is know- dead.
0: Our parents-in-law had a choice to fly back to China, but because there was a connecting flight in Japan, they refused. Yeah. They thought that if they were to stop in Japan, that they would one hundred percent get infected.
1: Because daily, the daily, or sorry, it's People's Daily newspaper in China says Japan's like everyone's dying.
0: Yeah, I mean they big it up as if Japan's like now the like one of the new epicenters. Mm. America, Japan, Italy. all So this- now they just want to run
1: yeah. straight back to yeah. China. You know? Yeah, yeah. So selfish that government. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Miss Soy says, thank you for all your hard work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Tomato Gal, keep up the good reporting. Keep on opening eyes around the world as we will. Absolutely. Uh, J- Jan, uh, you are amazing. Thank, thank you. you know <laughs> you are. Demo Boy125, PRC is showing increasing signs of turning into a communist socialist state to a fascist state by the way things are going on in the country. It pretty much already is, my friend.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's Show just... me the social programs. Show yeah. me the commute communes. Yeah, the, the, the thing is it's because people don't know it well enough and they're only starting to see how China operates now yeah. because now that the the curtain's kind of been pulled back a little bit, people are like, hang on a second, that's not what I was mm. expecting. Mm.
1: Yeah, you know? just because eyes are on it now, right? Yeah. And it is getting worse. Totally. Uh, Burned Lucas. Thank you so much. Very generous. Stay awesome. You too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan, I'm back in the UK. Any idea how to get the rest of money out of China? Ooh, that's, that's going to be a tough super game. tough.
0: You know, they've, they've limited people to ATM withdrawals to something like, what was it, 10,000 RMB a year? Because I had a friend who, I think I've said this before, but saved up a lot of money in China. Now, it's very difficult as a foreigner to get money out of China. Mm, we it's know. super difficult. We you, know. You can go to the bank and want to do a bank transfer, and uh, they're going to be like, nope. Oh, there's a shortage of this. Yeah. No, I can't do this. Yeah, you can't. Huh? And Yeah, show us all of your tax returns. Right. Show us all of your like, debt. all of that yeah The employer didn't give me that. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. As a foreigner, it's super tough to get like money transferred out. Um, so what people used to do is they would go back to their home country, take their ATM card and just withdraw their daily limit, which is what, like 3,000 RMB or mm, something a day the, or, or a week or something. And that's how they would get money out. But you can't do that anymore because they cap you at 10,000 RMB a year correct. and then they freeze your account and you have to go back into the bank. So I've had a lot of friends who saved a lot of money, went back home, started to take their money out and then they couldn't anymore.
1: I have had very recent success stories from people because a lot of people have left now yeah, um, using crypto. Yeah. Using crypto. It's it's risky, obviously. It's super risky.
0: Do you see how much it dropped?
1: Yes, but listen, yeah. If you do it fast, yeah. it's better than leaving all your money in China,
0: right? You can actually do it while you're still there. Yeah,
1: while you're still there. And make sure it worked, make sure it's you know, it's it's safe and stuff. But even if something goes wrong and you lose a lot of it, it's better than not
0: having any, yeah, of, it. Not having I mean, any
1: of it. Yeah, not having any of it. A lot of people have been yeah. doing that, Bitcoin and stuff, Bitcoin yeah. Cash and, mm-hmm. uh, Flowers for Wonder Girl. Mm-hmm. My sister was given one of those fake masks at the hospital here uh, in Oklahoma for work. She knew better. And brings her own. Your info is valuable. Thank you. Absolutely, oh, those <laughs> shit ones. Dude, yeah. they never got back to me. Oh really?
0: No. I can't believe they're even selling those it's things. It's unbelievable. I haven't yeah. heard too
1: much about that, but it's proven that that's still happening. Right, right. Funbot, um, thank you very much. Yeah. Rich the Blah. Oh, oh. Add oil. Stay safe. Add oil means. Jio Like, Jio. Yeah. like go. Yeah. Um, what yeah. do you think about yeah. the work of China Uncensored? Oh, we appreciate a lot of what he does. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I would say it's you know, a good it, channel. The 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 thing is that. I always kind of had a bit of a... While I was living in China, people would quite often kind of try to compare me to China and sense it. And that always used to irk me because... China Uncensored has always been very critical of the Chinese government. And you know that when you're in China, to be critical of the Chinese government is almost an immediate deportation order. Yeah, of course. So, you know, when people start to compare you to that, you kind of get a little defensive because you're like, listen, I can't be associated. Now that I'm out of China, I've got to say that the majority of what they say is absolutely accurate. And so I I watch them on a regular basis. They're nice guys. Yeah, they are really nice guys. Actually, no, we know. We We know know them, them personally. We know them personally.
1: You might see a little collab one day. Yeah, it might have. If you're lucky. Yeah, like uh, next week. Or unlucky, depending on your perspective. Yeah. Green, Greenante. Mm. Uh, my Chinese girlfriend has stopped talking to me in the last few days with no reason given. I
0: think it's connected. Connected to what? Connected to this whole situation. Oh. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I, it's it's tough, man. You know, the, the rules of engagement when it comes to dating and relationships in China is very different. Yes. And especially if you're used to a kind of lovey-dovey relationship mm. type of thing, you're going to get heartbroken very quickly in China yeah. because Chinese women are very pragmatic and they know mm-hmm. exactly what they want. And a they, lot of them, it, yeah. It's not about the feels. It's not about the lovey-dovey stuff. It's not about, ooh, you know, your feelings and stuff. It's just kind of about... Like, it's a different culture. Yeah. You're going to get your heart broken and it's very possible that you are right. Yeah. Or Come maybe
1: on. it'll be fine. You guys will love each other. Yeah. Uh, Bark Spaniel. Mm. Uh, Chinese propaganda seems to grab the international narrative, bites. how is the PRC uh, able to cover up the extent of the virus among their own population? W- uh, WHO especially, I'm sorry, who must have seen the outbreak firsthand? Hush money. So we've now seen, okay, so right now they're actually giving 3,000 RMB to families of the affected to say nothing happened, uh, no nobody died. Why would you do that unless there was something
0: to cover up, right? Sure. Number two... The entire media system in China is completely locked down. Yeah, you can't. You saw what happened when some citizen journalists, kind of like us, right, went out to try and film the hospitals and stuff. They got detained by the police. They're disappeared now. Nobody right. knows where they're. They weren't
1: even going in there to say we hate the government. Yeah. they're going to say what's going
0: on here. Yeah, you know, done. I mean, look, Erased. You have to understand just how deep it goes. If you are caught sharing any kind of information that look like puts china in a bad light not only will you be in trouble with the government but society as a whole yeah just like with that woman who's getting attacked by the Mao, they're like you are messing with the narrative you are making china look bad if you're telling those foreigners that we have more infections mm. you're actually making us all look bad shut the hell up so there's peer pressure there's community pressure there's government pressure there's police pressure at the end of the day As a Chinese citizen, you're better off just shutting the hell up and carrying on with things. Right. Agreed. Yeah.
1: Um, and that sucks.
0: It totally sucks. It's, we want to change that, you know? If, if we can ever. It's like a lifelong goal, really. Yeah.
1: David M., how do you maintain your perspective after watching so many negative videos? must be numbing, infuriating, or both. Thanks for all your input. And it is. And it sucks. <laughs> and it drags us down. But at the end of the day, if this many people are looking to us for the truth, at least from our perspective, from what we truly actually morally believe in, then it's worth it. It's yeah. all worth it.
0: And also the, the the good Chinese people that we know. You know, which, to be honest, like, there's this... It's it's hard to tell who's the majority and who's the minority sometimes when it comes when they, to... When they come yeah, back and hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. But, but it doesn't matter. Don't forget, we have Chinese family, Chinese wives, you know. These these people in our lives are... They give us perspective and they keep us grounded because... Um, and we, we know China would be a better country if it was yeah, opened up. Absolutely. We so, saw yeah, it like that yeah, a little bit. Exactly. And you, you have to just keep, you know, preventing like, hate from taking over, mm. you know, and skewing your vision on things. You have to keep down the middle, and you have right. to see things for what they are. And thankfully, the good Chinese people that we know and who are part of our lives just kind of keep it that way, you know? Yes.
1: Dion, yeah. how do you feel about J- Jio turning into a Chinese shrill? <laughs> I don't think he's a good buddy of ours.
0: Yeah, I think he's a he's a reasonable man, yeah. and um, you also have to understand he's in a tough position because yeah. he's in China right now, and... Right. Unfortunately, you can't, when you're in China, you, you cannot go against the government and you kind of only can speak positive. And so you can only big them up because it's a, it's a defense mechanism. It's kind of like when you're in Hitler's Germany, you have to go around, you know, saying that the Nazi party is good. not matter what. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be like, hey, listen, I'm Jewish and, uh, you know, I'm secretly running the resistance. You mm. can't go and say that in public. You get shot.
1: There's a the difference between being a shill and being d- guarded. Yeah, you have to be guarded. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's it really is just a survival mechanism. And that's why when we were in China, you will scarcely find any video that's critical of the no, government. you won't. If any. Han W. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: we know Han W. He's been around for ages. Hi, yeah. guys. Old Fan here. Thanks for making this video. As a mainland Chinese, you guys are part of the reason of me waking up. You know what I mean. And we wow, certainly that's... do. And this is why we do what we do. Yeah, Thank you. Exactly.
0: So this is the kind of person that I'm talking about. There's so many rational people who are on but the level can't say anything and again they're the victims of this they're the like the, the most right because of course we can talk about this and we get attacked on all sides but if someone like that tries like an actual mainland chinese person living abroad or anything tries to talk about this they're at such greater risk because the mm. government still has a grasp of their family absolutely. and them from afar absolutely so Any any mainland Chinese person who gets up and talks against the Chinese government is a lot braver and has a lot more courage than any of us. Any of us, you know?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Terrell Hamilton, just want to thank you guys for giving me the heads up on what's going on. I got some masks for my family before the stores are sucked dry. Thanks for the updated info. And being closer to the news than the actual news. And we Pleasure. found this every time we say something. And I appreciate that, by the way. Mm. Every time we say something, the news picks it up like three weeks later. And they should probably catch up.
0: I actually looked, you know, um, Dr. Li Wenliang. I released the video about him on the 31st mm-hmm. of January. And the first news article I could find in the mainstream media talking about him was like 4th of February or something.
1: You know the banquet I covered? Yeah. The huge mass banquet that broke the whole freaking COVID-19 thing out? Yeah. I was the first person to cover that as well.
0: Yeah. Look at what we've done. No, it's just because, honestly, (laughs) my wife said being a doctor and having her doctor friends Mm. and stuff, that's why I heard about it so quickly. It's the connections. It's the connections we have in China. And the rest of the world takes time for them to catch up because there's a language barrier, there's a cultural barrier, and the the little news writer in CNN is not going to talk about something Mm. for various reasons, and they also have to do their journalistic integrity and check everything out. Well, they don't really do that these days. They just splash it out there. But... They also don't understand how China works, so it's difficult for them to really make sense of what's going on, you know? Anyway, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, thank you. Chris Black, as a Chinese, I feel extremely sorry for the behaviors of my country. hope you guys all stay safe and beat the virus as soon as possible. I hope the CCP will pay for causing this disaster eventually. Chris, Mm -hmm. don't say that. Yeah,
0: you are not responsible for the actions of your country, or your
1: government. government. Exactly. 共产党不是你. It's not你的错, and it's not your fault, and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to say things like that.
0: You know... I know South Africa was a shit country in the past. Mm. It's still a shit country now. Let's be honest. I don't take it on personally. It's no. not me. I didn't no. do what they did. It's no. not, you know, you're an individual and you have to understand that, that. We judge people based on their own personal character. And you've just shown that you have real character. And you do not have to apologize one ounce to us. No, no way.
1: But thank you so much. And
0: stay awesome.
1: Charlie Harris. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see you on Timcast, IRL. Have you guys picked a date yet? Uh, keep up the great work, and don't let the Wuhan flu get to you. I'm in touch um, with his manager, and they're setting things up for Skype. They only do real-life interviews.
0: Yeah, they can't right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so they're setting up things for Skype in the future. So I'm still in touch. Hopefully yeah, we'll, get we'll, on we'll, we'll get on there we'll get on there. Lalo. Thank you. Uh, Dwayne Gomez. Keep up the good work, lads. Thank you. Christian. Take good care of your families, um, please. Stay safe, and thank you both, my friends, for what you're doing. Greetings from Iceland. We'd love to go to Iceland someday. It's gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, ooh, China number four. Okay. Yeah, because of the... the yeah. yeah. I mean...
0: Yeah. Sure. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Clueless Gamer, the Wu Mao are poisoning your live chat. I do have mods in there, and I, I apologize for that.
0: Yeah, of course they will. We're their number one enemy. Yeah. Wu Mao. Don't you think That's it's fascinating people. that we actually have government-paid a government-paid organization trying it to take a stump. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like sending out
1: l- like mass amounts of people just to write shit in our comments.
0: And on top of that, they've got, you know, their stooges as well, forming little groups against <sighs> us. It obviously is, the more opposition we get to what we say, the more you can tell that we're talking the truth.
1: Yeah, of course, why would you be so militant? You can see this in the way CCB deals with everything. Yeah. The more they crack down on something, the more guilty they are of that thing. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Uh, sorry, JPN. Uh, China, no more COVID-19 cases. Everyone, Taiwan and Hong Kong are still reporting cases. Does that not mean they're not part of China? China angry boomer face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true.
0: actually true. Yeah? That's actually true.
1: Sam Davy, love y'all. Love you too. Neo, Neo Uh Japan's prime deputy prime minister recently called the WHO the Chinese health organization. Guess he was right then. Certainly 100%,
0: was. 100% 100% correct. Props. Finally, the world is waking up. Get some
1: balls, guys. Yeah. World up, leaders.
0: Sm- <laughs> smell the coffee. Yeah, maybe.
1: seriously. Don't smell the... I won't get it. Lens. sheeple mm. Okay?
0: That's like people. Yeah, people, but sheeple. That's but not fair a, to the people. But though. with a she... Yeah. Yeah. No, I not get it. not fair to the people. No, though. it's not fair to the people, but it's fair to the Chinese government. There yeah. is are sheeple. Twainy Tahitian
1: fire. Have you seen Simone Xiaomingo? Uh, she's a mainland Chinese who has her own YouTube news channel and CCP. Pretty good stuff. Check it out. Um, oh, we haven't. I, I don't. Someone have sent, we? I, ha- I haven't. Someone sent it to me in emailed email tab, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay. We'll definitely check it out. Absolutely. Uh, Magic man. CCP looks like social justice warrior in its government forum. Would you agree? In a way, yes, but they only use no. those tactics.
0: No, the CCP is like the most... It's the mil- anti. It's the most militant skinhead who pretends to be an SJW. Yes, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And so goes around talking about flowers and people's feelings mm-hmm. and whatever, but in the meantime, is beaten people to death. Right, when you're in not alleyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's good, I like that. Lee Richards, I don't like that. I no, like oh, the sure. analogy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee Richards, thank you. G Slim, thank you for making me aware of the dangers of this pandemic back in January. Love to hear it. Uh, if our government had listened to you two instead of their experts, they would have closed our borders much earlier. Unfortunately, the world deals in experts, and that's mm-hmm. a good thing in a lot of ways, but...
0: Not when the experts are in the pocket of the CCP. Yeah, the most evil organization in the world. Yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. David Ian, thank you for telling the truth. and Keeping us informed. Our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Noel Ebert, I shared this video of the origin of coronas to so many places on Facebook. Uh, so many people sharing conspiracy vids. It sucks. Not yours. Thank you very much. Mm. Stone Martini. Oh my gosh. No. It is. I came for the bikes. I stayed for the straight up ahead of the curve info and commentary. You guys rock. Thank you. It's
0: pleasure. It. And the awesome. bikes are as is always Monday on ADV China. Nice.
1: Trouble Stiltskin, our (laughs) good buddy. Won't say your name. Uh, Your stimulus check is in the digital mail. (laughs) (laughs) G13RS. Well done, guys. What's your opinion on a person that we don't talk about? Do you know why? And I'll address this very clearly. We don't talk about people that attack individuals. There's no reason to do it. And when you open that dialogue with somebody that doesn't want to listen and they just want to throw stones, then Mm -hmm. you're getting nowhere. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, if we were to address every guy who comes along who tries to assassinate our character makes hate websites against Mm. us makes um, personal attacks yeah we'd get get nowhere we wouldn't be able to do our jobs because all we'd be doing is like responding to this crap that's not what we signed up for again like I said earlier about dropping the when people call you racist and you just drop it because you know it doesn't pertain to you Mm. it's the same with these guys a person could try to besmirch your character all they want they can say the most wild outlandish things about you and if you take it to heart or you try to defend yourself, you just look, first of all, you look weak and defensive. And second of all, it doesn't really help the situation because it just gives it's, them ammo it's to it's go after you responding to a prick. Yeah. You so, don't do that. No. If someone calls you names, just say, whatever, douche. Douche. Shut up. <laughs> Ultimate
1: Mike, everyone go to change.org and get corrupt at WHO. Yes. I totally o- agree with that. Yeah. So I've already signed it.
0: Yeah. I signed it too, and I shared it a while ago on my Instagram. Yeah. It's already, last time I checked, close to 600,000 mm-hmm.
1: uh, signatures. Down with... Chinese collusion in the WHO. Yes. Reorganize. Get, Get the corrupt bastards out of yeah. there and the other guys too. Yeah, yeah. They're, Who knows?
0: Yeah, probably all of them right Get now. a
1: freaking UN investigation team in there.
0: They should know. be tried for like the war crimes at the no Hague. No joke.
1: I'm not even joking. Yeah, they should. Uh, Noel Ebert, I'm just wondering, c video goes directly against the WHO virologist interview on mainstream media stated COVID is not from bad thoughts. I just invite everyone to go check out my video and make your own conclusion. I think yeah. it's very clear. It's all
0: very... um <laughs> very clear. Yeah, it's, it's open and public. You can search that stuff yourself on the Chinese media. And if you don't have the ability to read Chinese, use Google Translate. That's
1: all you need to do. I listed all the links. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Pro uh, Prowlux, uh, we barely hear anything negative about the wrongdoings of CCP here in Canada. Keep what you're doing and the regu- re- regular media scared of doing. Well, definitely look more into Canada. You always focus on Australia and the US.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. When you hear, in America, all you hear is negative things about the government. Do you think I can't even turn the TV on or look at Twitter or anything without a billion people saying Trump said this and right. these guys suck and they don't know how to do the blah, 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 attacking the government that's currently in position? Yet, we don't see anything where people are attacking this authoritarian dictatorship of the CCP. Why is that? It's because they don't allow it. All right? So you've got to think to yourself, would I rather be in a society where I can criticize the people I don't like in government and get away with it and actually push change? change? Or do I want to be in a place where I can only ever say positive things? Mm. You know,
1: That's basically what it all boils down Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm. Uh, Zachary C, stay awesome. R- you B- too, mate. Uh mate. How long do you think banning foreigners will affect China long term? Do they no longer care about foreign investment? What's their game plan? It's impossible to tell, yeah, but right. I do think this is a symptom of something much worse, much more insipid and sinister. If they're testing the waters with this kind of
0: stuff... It's testing. I also think it's it's a situation where they realized they kind of had to do this because they've been ramping up this whole idea. Sure, sure. They had to shift the blame to foreigners, and so it got to a point where they're like, "Well, we're blaming the foreigners, but we're still letting them in. Maybe we have to look strong to our populace and actually just put our foot down and block them from coming in, even though, admittedly, by themselves, ninety percent of the cases of returning uh, COVID Wuhan nineteen infections." are Chinese citizens, Chinese passport holders. So that little 10% of whatever's coming back that are foreigners is just a little drop in the ocean. Yeah, they carry the burden. Yeah, so instead of saying, we're just going to block anyone returning, Mm. it's like, no, we're going to block foreigners because Mm. they've been pumping that rhetoric out for so long that it works in their favor to do Sure.
1: That. I guess the question, though, is like, I don't think there's going to be a permabana for us. That's not what I'm calling no, it. But I do think the yeah. flavor is going to change.
0: It it's- also allows them to reset all visas. Because exactly. if you had a, a, a visa, like, for instance, I've got a, a spousal visa. Yeah, me too. It's still valid. I can go into China. Well, I could have gone into <laughs> China. I would not have been allowed out. But the fact of no. the matter is my visa is still valid. Mm-hmm. But now, because of this, it's like, nope. It's done. It's swiped. You are going to have to apply for a new visa. Correct. So when you apply for your new visa, they can say, nah, we don't like you. Get out of here. You know,
1: so. Len says that was a CCP sheep on. Yeah, we know, dude. Thank yeah, you. yeah, <laughs> uh, Stefan. Um, when I see American TV using the case count from the CCB, it makes me angry. They seem to believe in the number that they're given, and I have this theory that I want to put out to every sure. journalist or politician. When you talk about the cases in China, please start with alleged cases in China. Yeah. Because this whole misinformation campaign, it means it's worked. Yeah. And it means that people are buying the lies. It's not fair. No. It's, it's alleged. It it's is alleged. not proven. Yeah. So say alleged. Absolutely. Last one, mm-hmm. Rock and Roxy. Um, shout out to all the loser CCP bots we all know CCP are criminals Winston and CMUX stay awesome thank Thank you you. we really appreciate and again like China if you're actually watching listening to this because I don't think you are you're just typing shit but if you are keep in mind that the more you do this the more people are going to push back against it it's really a bad idea I know it's the communist way but Mm -hmm. it makes you're not convincing anyone here not in this audience no 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 for sure go put put your efforts somewhere else go play video games or something yeah agreed We'll um, pay you to go away. Exactly. Oh, sorry. There was one more. Uh, to C-Milk, love the Vapor95 merch. Thank you. Uh, can you recommend some Vaporwave artists to Winston? Have you, your opinion changed on NTD since you saw the video on Shen Yun? Um,
0: oh, the, the, the I new not the dynasty? They do, whatever. they do some okay stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. Some investigative you know, look, stuff. I've got to be completely honest with you. I just don't like things that have uh, mm. like a, a, an agenda behind them. I agree with you. You know, So when you've got like the NTD, um, you know that they are backed by the Falun Gong who have sure. a massive chip on their shoulder. Right. Rightly so. I'm not I'm Doesn't not mean saying, you can't consume some yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. So when I get some kind of news or some kind of a show coming out from a, an organization that's absolutely backed with a massive... Bias and a drive to put out a certain message. Mm. I always take it with a pinch of salt. I think we all should. It, it doesn't mean that they don't have some good stuff, though. No,
1: they've done a lot of good investigative journalism. Yeah. Their sure. motivations may be misplaced, yeah. or maybe not. Mm. But at the same time, you know, you have to take stuff with a, a pinch of salt. Absolutely. Um, Vapor of artists: Adrian Wave, uh, Saint Pepsi, Macross eighty-six through ninety-nine. All the basics, really. You know, I like all that stuff. Awesome. Um, Matt, thank you very much. And Tora, you should be on The Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro. Everyone keeps telling us we should be on stuff. I'm just waiting for that to materialize. We've been, we're yeah. going to be on some stuff. We're going to be on some
0: stuff, yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: we got we went super long. Thank you to everybody for your support. Yeah, Fully it's, been, demon- it's a very, guaranteed.
0: very, very good one. And I just want everyone to take away one message from this, and that is any kind of racism and xenophobia is not okay, right? It's just stuff it's, that we should not. It's And it's not accepted here. No. But I want you to understand that right now it is being accepted, and it's being pushed in mainland China against all of our foreign friends. I don't know a single person who hasn't been affected in it. You know, even slightly. Even those people that are trying to tell me, yeah, I mean, they still I, get affected. I, I understand. Blinders on. You know, I understand why they're doing it. What the fuck, man? You're still not allowed to go into that restaurant or into your gym right. or you're, you're being blocked from your own apartment, leaving and stuff. It's not okay. It's not okay. Shut up! Every foreigner that I know in China right now has been affected In some way. In some way. You know? Agreed. So let's not accept this anymore. Let's stop swallowing this narrative of the West is bad, so racist and xenophobic against Asian people. China's so good, saving the world from this thing. Bullshit. They're the ones that attack the world with this crap. And they're the ones being racist and xenophobic openly out there to anyone who's not Chinese. We're talking about the government. Yeah, of course the government. But society as a whole is led by the nose by the government, and so Mm, it translates translates to society. Right. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for watching. I know we've gone on, and until next time, you know the drill. Stay awesome, and I'm not going to cut myself.